day, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whoever you are, wherever you are. This is the Banyagan Native here on the Timeless Gamers Show. We are live and I hope everybody can see what we're doing right now because honestly, I have no idea what I'm uh, what I'm doing as of, as of this show. Uh, Sir Jonas can't, isn't here right now, so uh, barring absolute disasters, the show must go on. And here at Timeless Gamer Show, we do our very best to make sure that everything it's is here right working. now. So, so oh, a little bit of feedback there. So, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. And I apologize for the lateness of this broadcast because we are, you know, kind of, kind of feeling our way around. And we hope that uh, you guys didn't have too much trouble waiting for us. And yeah, um, welcome to Timeless Gamer Show, uh, where are where we have the very best time of our lives, not just. Um, among ourselves but with you as well uh gdm i'm i'm horrible when it comes to um, memorizing taglines so please regale us with our official timeless gamers show pod uh, podcast tagline yes uh, it's the timeless gamer show where our games and bodies may grow out deep but our game experience will forever remain Timeless. Timeless. Excellent. Thanks very much, JDM. Again, uh, as 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 the erstwhile um, host of this show for today, uh, we just want to welcome everybody. We are live right now on Facebook, on Twitch, and on YouTube. Welcome everybody. You can also catch our audio our audio podcast on all major all the major podcast platforms. You can download us while you're on the go, while you're exercising, while you're driving the car. Just make sure to keep your eyes on the road while you're listening. Just you know, uh, you can find us everywhere. And where, if you can't find us where you're looking at, uh, we'll be there very soon. All right. So uh, today's episode is going to be all about shoot 'em up. So we are going to be concentrating on that genre where lots of things are coming at you all at the same time, and 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 all, and all the all various different directions. Sometimes from behind, and you know, it's not a very happy sensation all the time. So, <laughs> so yes. Um, but first things first, though. Uh, let's have a quick look at the people joining us here on uh, on the chat. Uh, let's see, JDM, you have the honors. All right. So in the chats, we got Otakosama saying hello, guys. Hello, welcome to the Timeless Gamer Show. We also have uh, Marlon Nurtado Eliscopides who says I played Strikers '95 on the PS1 on uh, that time, and I beat this game. Uh, I, oh wow! I don't think I played. I don't think I remember playing Strikers '45, but I played 1942 and 1943. And we also have Justin Balia, who's also a shmup uh, game gamer. And one of my good friends is also here, Dabe Palomares. He said NES Duck Hunt. I think that's a different uh, game, <laughs> Shoot, nah. shooter game. But yeah, as 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 know, long as, as, as host, it involves shooting, right? Yeah. <laughs> as the host, I'll take it. Duck Hunt. Yes. <laughs> All right. Continue. And, Uh, we also have uh, Romel Bencilio who said a uh, good evening, ladies and gents, just passing by. Uh, thank you so All much, right. Romel. All right, Romel Bencilio. There you go. Thanks very much, JDM. Excellent, excellent. And for today's show, we have first things first, Miss Eileen, Miss Anson Porter. Say hi, Miss Eileen. 
Hi everyone, welcome to Tema's Gamer. Thank you for joining us today on our shoot 'em up episode on Mega Drive games. Excellent. Oh, not just not just Mega Drive though. Was was it? Uh, was our limitation Mega Drive? I know yeah. it's a general shoot 'em up. Uh, it's a general shoot 'em up genre, right? Yeah, it was, it was just I, I I just picked the Sega one just just so really so um, for one I could I could pop some bits on the Sega Mega Master show and number mm-hmm. two so that everybody got ease of access to it really. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Although um, yeah, we'll discuss it as we. Go because the shoot 'em ups are also huge in the arcades. We're talking oh, yeah. like when you go to the arcades, I'll, there, I'll, I'd say a good third of, of, of arcade machines are actually shoot 'em ups. All right, to proceed, we have JDM. JDM, say hi to everybody. Yes, welcome everyone to Timeless Gamer, one day markers of one, two, three, go retro. And as you can see, I'm a schmuck at schmucks. <laughs> you have a great show tonight and we hope you enjoy every single minute of our show. Mm-hmm, wonderful, excellent, excellent, excellent. And bringing to you the show captain, as I like to refer to the guy leading the charge for every particular episode, Mr. Dan Faulkner of the Sega Mega Masters. Dan! Hello everybody, Dan Fontenay here, Sega Mega Masters, welcome to the show. Hope some of you chaps out there are shmup enthusiasts, and if you're not, hope by the end of the show you're uh, for giving some a try. Excellent, excellent, wonderful, wonderful. And just so everybody knows, this show is being brought to you by our partners, uh, Studio.ph, Shuffle Emporium, and Retro Unlimited. All right, excellent. So, Dan, um, let's not, you know, let's not beat around the bush so much. Take it away. Well, yeah, well, let's get into it then. So, shoot them ups, the, for- the forgotten genre, as I like to refer to them, because, uh, I mean, shoot them ups. I, they're one of my favourite genres. Um, my, my my three contenders, I think, for the best game of all time includes two shooter, mm. um, which we'll, we'll talk about during uh, this uh, this episode. Okay. And it is it is a shame, uh, in my opinion, that, it's, it, that this genre is taking such a backseat because um, I think there's a lot more to this genre and it has a, a lot more to offer um, than a lot of people give it credit for, really. So I appreciate you, gentlemen and gentle lady, um, all taking the time to participate in this challenge and uh, and give these games a go. Um, uh, just so everybody knows, Dan issued a challenge to all the Timeless Gamers show uh, panelists to start off on a shoot 'em up, a, a couple of shoot 'em up games. One easy, as he says, as he considers them anyway, and one uh, very hard. So we had a taste of how shoot 'em ups actually felt, both classical and uh, modern. And honestly, it, it, Dan, that challenge you issued us has been very, it has really kicked our, kicked our behinds every single time. But yes, um, that is the background of our uh, of our episode for today. Please continue, Dan. Yeah, I mean, the the, 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 the games that, I, I mean, basically I picked, um, I think it was eight easier games. I won't mm. say easy games, but easier games uh, and eight harder games. Um, so, so you could all get a taste. Um, and it, and and I, I always, I, I, I kind of tried to give you a bit of, you know, uh, mix it up in terms of what what mechanics and approaches all these shooting ups had, rather than having uh, similar shmups, you know, have, have them so they've got different elements you could get into like Miss Eileen like the steampunk one and, and the uh, the fantasy fantasy set one in Twinkle Tail mm-hmm. um, so JDM went for the uh, sci-fi one and and so yeah show a bit of variety so uh, so um, 
yeah, it was good that you all went through it. I really enjoyed watching you all play through it. I really mm. enjoyed watching it all. I went through the difficult ones. <laughs> yes, yes. I saw. We'll get, we'll, we'll get to that. So, just on, on, on the, 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 the genre itself, I mean, it really probably is one of the earliest genres. You know, it, it, started, it started off with Space Invaders. Oh, yeah. Mm. You, you know, you don't get really... That's a 1978 game. You don't get much earlier than that. Then, then you had Galaxian and Asteroids follow that in 1979. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and, and the, the, the term shoot up or shmup, as, as we like to say, um, that was coined by a, a guy who I've interviewed on the Sega Mega Master Show called Julian Rignall, who's uh, oh. also known as Jazz Rignall. Mm. Um, he, he coined that in, uh, or he first put it into print. It, I, I dare say it came, it was coined beforehand, but he put it into print mm. um, in, a, in an episode of Zap 64. And that kind of, you know, get, cemented the genre as a genre. Um, so watching you guys, watching you guys take to it. I mean, the first question I'd like to ask is how much, how much experience had you chaps had with Smoops before? Ah, let's see. Uh, well, um, let's let's have Miss Eileen answer the question first. Ladies first. I have to say not much. <laughs> really much. And like, uh, who was that in the comment? Uh, Marlon said Twin B. I that's the one I remember prominently from my childhood. But other than that, I'm not really sure. Maybe Galaga. If that Galaga, happens. yes. Galaga. And apart from those, I, I, I'm not sure. I can't remember off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Nice one. And so, what when you were when you were got down to playing these? Then um, what kind of you know? How did you feel about it? Did you enjoy it? Did you not enjoy it? How did, you know, what were your general feelings? At first, I wasn't really sure what to expect because it's not a genre that appeals to me but then as i started playing uh, I, I was trying to get the feel of the shmup and as i progressed through the game it's actually a lot of fun it's still not my cup of tea but i have to say i really enjoyed it a lot and as i progressed through the game i found it rewarding as i got to more difficult stages Nice one, nice one. I'm just just having a look down here in the in the comments, and uh, Justin uh, Bally, Ballyeo, sorry yes. if I pronounced it correctly, but he says uh, I've got a lot of collections with the Gradius series, Star Soldier series, Azong, Classic Windows Tahu series, Trouble Witches, Bike Bandits for the PC Windows. <clears throat> Noticeably, I was a PH player um, to clear three loops of Japanese version of Thundercross on a, de- uh, um, a decent Konami horizontal shoot them up. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a, that's a schmuck fan. That's a yeah. guy when you just, when you're looping schmuck. I don't even know those. <laughs> I, I, I think I only is, know Gradius. Yeah, Justin is a Justin is a baller when it comes to shoot 'em ups. Mm-hmm. So, Justin is our uh, is is our baller when it comes to shoot 'em ups. So we're talking like this guy is the expert when it comes to shoot 'em ups, and his his knowledge of shoot 'em ups is very broad it, it, it's we're talking like he knows a lot of stuff about a lot of shoot 'em ups and he well, I hats off to him but I, I how about you Dan are you familiar with the ones that he's mentioned yeah I'm familiar with all those uh, the ones I've I've played the most out of though would probably be Gradius and Azonk which which I don't I, I think that won't surprise Justin Azonk's a really uh, like cartoony cute PC engine shoot 'em up which is really is quite cool and obviously we all know Gradius uh, Konami's legendary series um that then spawned uh, a, a parody 
um, of Gradius called Parodius, um, mm. which is which was which was quite big. So uh, the, the, the original Gradius games are this was some fantastically designed games. You see, prob- problem I had with Gradius, unfortunately, is I, I first experienced it in the arcade, but then. I got it on the Super Nintendo Gradius 3 and it was a terrible port, a really bad port. It was just extremely slow. This is this is Ears on call. This uh-huh. might be the sequel. Um, so this is this is PC Engineers on this one. And uh, it's uh, it's like I say, it's the, 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 we refer to these in the Schmup community as cutem. Cutem ups, okay. <laughs> I never heard of that term. Cutem up, okay. So yes. Um, so it basically um uh, Fantasy Zone. Fantasy Zone. It, this yeah. reminds me a lot of Fantasy Zone, actually. So, yeah, Fantasy Zone is a cute map. Is that is yeah. that right? Yeah. Oh. Oh. I mean, it's a different style. The main difference mechanically with Fantasy Zone is Fantasy Zone uh, is a flip switch um, mm-hmm. screen, uh, flip screen setup. So you could, you, you know, you, it's it's, it's ex- designed around exploration of the area, which oh. is a, is on to straight left to right scroller. But again, uh, how about cotton? Oh, 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 is there? How about Cotton? I'd heard about a, a game Cotton. called Cotton. That's that's also a cute map, uh, I presume. Spot on. Yeah, Cotton. Cotton's got. Um, she's got a, a whole series of uh, games on various systems. Um, you, you, your arcade versions are probably best on those. She did a 3D um, a game on the on the Mega Drive, which mm-hmm. I think was on the actual Mega CD. But it's 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 a very good uh, spectacle of a game. Not the greatest playing game, but still it's still all right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, cute cute ups are you know it's, it's surprising how lot uh, how many cute ups um, that they are out there. And there's there's one I can't remember the name on it now, uh, but there's one on the PC Engine um, where you basically it's all based around toilet humor. <laughs> oh, um... I think it's called. I think it's called Toilet Kids. I think it's called. Oh, toilet toilet. It's my goodness. All right. <laughs> and that and we, we call that we call that one a pooper up. Oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, we are not going to show that in the show, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, but at least we have a no- we have the knowledge of the idea of it. All right, excellent. You can try to visualize it. It's literally, uh, you know, everything. Everything is poop based in it. it, it oh my it, goodness! It, it's a very distinctive game. Very distinctive game. Oh so, uh, okay. But I, I wonder that. if there's a piece of map. A what? A piece of map. <laughs> I'll piss him up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Continue, Dad. Go ahead. Yeah. So he's, he's mentioned some great ones here. We've got we've got Saseba. Nice to see you, Saseba, who uh, mm. who says uh, um, he mentions the worst RPG ever made in Chrono Trigger. He says he's not good enough. He's not good enough for shooting up yeah, he's, he's still sticking to kids' games on. on mm. <laughs> Um, and, of, and of course, let's hi, say hi to RV Legahit Ramos, who says hi to everybody. There you go. And of course, Baruna Manu, Royko on twitch.tv. Gami Tagle. Hello, Gami. It's great to see you. Thanks very much yeah. for being so loyal to the time. We also got uh, Dave Scott and oh. Rick you in the chats as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Our, our, we, I call them our regulars and our most dedicated yeah. fans. It warms our hearts that you guys are here all the time. Thank you very much. All right, continue. Yeah, great, great Q mentions he says here um, is Twin B queuing up. Yeah, Twin B, um, another great series. And then we've got Justin again saying uh, he's got he's mentioned some easy. Now this is quite interesting. He mentioned some easy Ness um, um, uh, shoot 'em ups. Mm-hmm. And he also mentions Twin Cobra on Ness. I mean the, the, the ones Cobra. list. Uh, Twin Cobra, Fantasy Zone. 
uh, on PC Engine, Superstar Soldier, Thundercross, Jackal Hard Raiden, Strike Series, Gunbird, Gradius 2 on the arcade, uh, uh, Detana uh, Twin B, Life Force, which is part of the Gradius series, Starship Actor, Thunder Force 3 and 4, boom, and Sonic Wins 2. But out of all those, it's quite in interesting, it says Twin Cobra on NES, because Twin Cobra, um, this is the NES version, and mm. they they made the NES and and the home computer versions of uh, Twin Cobra easier than the arcade. Significantly easier, because the arcade version was really hard. I have to admit, actually, Dan, if I can interject a little bit, I've, I've had the chance to have a look at uh, the, the shoot-em-ups and their uh, home console ports, and there's really quite significant differences between the arcade version and the home console ports of shoot-em-ups. Uh, you'll have to you'll have to elaborate on that one, you know, and you kind of describe to us, like, have there is it because of the fact that the home arcade ports need to be adjusted for for age differences or things like that? Uh, go yeah, ahead. I mean, uh, yes, yeah, but on mate, good question. Um, mm -hmm. I think I think but I think basically it's, it's a case of uh, shoot them up. Uh, I mean, two ups in the arcade were, were designed to rob to to pinch your money. To, you know, yeah, to... it's true. <laughs> Any arcade game is actually designed to pinch your money. <laughs> exactly. So it was usually a structure of your first stage were were easy enough to let you to get into it. The second mm. stage would would kick your ass a little bit, but then the third stage would start it'd get quite brutal from your third stage onward. Um, mm. But um, but that's one of the reasons. Again, I'm a big Sega Mega Drive fan and the Sega Saturn because what they did. I mean, obviously. By the time we got to the 16-bit era, they'd introduced multiple difficulties. Mm -hmm. um, but they also expanded on, on what, what you got in the arcade. So what they actually did with Twin Cobra on the Mega Drive, so, so the arcade version's hard, but they, they made the Mega Drive version even harder. Mm -hmm. And it's it's one of the hardest games on the system. Twin, Twin Cobra is a, a brutal game. It really is on, on the Mega Drive. And they give it eight difficulty levels. So. Mm -hmm. So you could drop it down to a, a really easy level to give yourself a chance, um, or if you were, you know, if you were want, wanted to torture yourself, knock it up to the hardest difficulty. Um, but even the default difficulty setting was harder. So yeah, they the, the, the adjusted them all in different ways for the for the for their own versions. And they started playing about by adding stuff like um, adding um, uh, extra, you know, like selectable characters. Parodius is a good uh, 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 example where you can select from different different characters to play more replayability really so it took it from being just a um uh, a sit down and, and blast on experience to a, to a slightly deeper experience uh so, just uh for those of you in the audio portion of the podcast we are now showing twin cobra on the mega drive as described by dan there you go now uh of asks is davius 6 considered a shimmer i'm not familiar with that game so Ooh. I couldn't tell you on that one. Okay. Oh, okay. uh, let me interject a little bit. Reiki says Chuaniki is a nope up for me. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one, Reiki. Very good. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if if I'd, are you a lot familiar with Chowaniki? Chowaniki mm. is a it's basically a gay a gay muscle uh, bodybuilder. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's one of the weirdest games. It's the you've got to play it just to see how mentally. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm, looking I'm, at I'm, the screenshot, this look it looks like a hidden gem, actually. Oh my goodness! I'm, I'm I'm hesitant to show the footage here on this show right now because you know I don't want us getting taken down. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just really weird. There's nothing, there's nothing, um, 
uh, you know, there's no, there's nothing offensive or uh, you know bad. It's just it's, it's just lo- it's lots of muscly it's, men doing weird things, basically. It's just so. it, from the looks of it, from the from the screenshots. I, I, again, it, it seems batshit insane, honestly. <laughs> Guys with tongues. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I love the dark shooting ups. because because the, the, the general gameplay is 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 pretty is simple in a. It's a pick up and play game. Mm. The, the developers could be really creative with what they did with the actual overlay in the, the game itself. So, mm. uh, so um, I mean, Seabert says he, he, uh, the only two shoot 'em ups he was able to finish were Robo LS on the Mega CD and Star Fox. Star Fox, uh, they, okay. Yeah, both, both good games. Um, Robo LS is, is, I actually really like Robo LS, but they are pretty easy. I mean, Star Fox, anyone can get That's actually a very good question, Dan. Is there a difference between a shoot 'em up and a shooter game? Like you know, a space shooter. Hmm. Yeah, I'd, I I I would call I'd call um, Star Fox a rail shooter. A rail shooter. There it is. All right, shooter. and joining us for this episode is Joe <laughs> of Joe RPG. Hello, Joe. I hope you're doing all right. Finally. Hey. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Very happy that Joe could join us. Uh, for this episode because honestly there's not enough of us here who's who got our asses kicked because of dad's challenge and jaw is <laughs> i can i can verifiably say is one of those people who's you know who's behinds really got completely thrashed by dad's challenge right oh, I, oh, oh, I have some shit to say <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true there you go oh my goodness all right dad you were you had finished asking miss eileen about her experience how about jbm uh, for me, shoot him up for me. Uh, my very first shoot him up would be, I think, Galaga uh, back oh, yeah. in the early 90s. And then I discovered uh, B-Wings. And then mm. uh, I, I've also played uh, Tiger Heli on the NES from one of my friends' um, cartridges. Mm. Uh, I think... Uh, I think Tiger Heli was a two-player game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, those are the only ones that I remember. I also remember this one NES game, a uh, sh- shmup game, but I I don't really remember what the name uh, of that game was. But I keep looking at uh, the. NES library of uh, shoot 'em ups, but every time I click on that those links of those games, I don't see it. Doesn't remind me of that game that I played when I was uh, back in. I think that was in '96 or '97. Do you know the title? Of it? I don't know the title. I just remember what's happening because I I guess it's a Japanese game. I got the Japanese card, Japanese cartridge, but so I don't remember the name. I just remember the visuals, but I don't recall the name. And I think I that's the only time that I got into shoot 'em up games because when I transferred to the ps1 i don't remember playing any shma ah i remember one uh for the ps1 it's called uh the one that looks like robots um in hunter hunter i played that yes. uh, yeah i think that's the last uh, shoot 'em up game that i played 
because I haven't played uh, Shurema is like one of the least uh, genres that I've played. Oh, I guess I I could add one uh, Shurema game. It's a hidden gem actually. It's called Invasion from Beyond for the PS1. It's 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 a sci-fi shooter. Uh, it's like Descent if you have played Descent for uh, the PC. It plays like that. So I guess that's the uh, PS1 is the last platform that I played uh, shoot'em up games with. Very cool. Very cool. All right. I might as well throw in with my personal experience history of shoot'em ups then. Again, um, much like everybody here, it's, it wasn't really my genre of choice uh, growing up. Uh, growing up, it was a lot of platformers for me, like Super Mario Brothers, um, you know, like Trojan on NES and everything. But my earliest experience when it came to shoot'em ups was, like Dan says, um, Space Invaders. And then I'm not quite sure if it qualifies as as a shoot 'em up. Missile Command, Missile Command. I'm not quite sure. That, does that does that classify as a shoot 'em up, Dan? It, that's that's a tough one, isn't it? Cause it's, a, it's a strategic mm-hmm. game, really. Isn't it? I, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't class it as a shoot 'em up. That you was actually classify. the first game I played, but mm. I, I would class that as more that one. Okay. I, I, strategic game itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. technically speaking, I mean, Missile Command ain't you just stationary. I mean, you're not. I mean, you're not necessarily stationary, but you're just. Mm-hmm. You're, you're just grounded somewhere. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's more like a rail shooter more than a... Uh, it's more like you're... Up, kind yeah, of. it's like you have three bases that you have to choose where the missiles are going to be launched from. And the missiles are limited. So you have to be strategic when it comes to which base you're going to be launching the missiles from, which direction, and you have to budget your you have to budget your shots. But like that that has elements that aren't really in the shoot-em-ups that Dan has uh, put forward because of the fact that most shoot-em-ups that Dan has put forward has unlimited ammo. You can move wherever you want to and you really don't have to worry about uh, running out of resources. Actually, it's quite the opposite. You have to pick up resources as you go from my understanding of it. So you're, you're right. Uh, it's probably not a shoot-em-up. But So I'd say uh, yeah, Space Invaders and, uh, of course, Galaga. Uh, Galaga is a classic. And I, I'd say... In the arcades, I had a lot of experience trying out shoot 'em ups. You know, like uh, Pro Give Norashi, uh, the um, what you call this? The um, I'm not quite sure if you can call it a shoot 'em up. Uh, uh, it's this 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 shoot 'em up where you're carrying. It's like a, a diesel punk style shoot 'em up where you have this ship, uh, a biplane, where you're carrying. Uh, a swinging ball. I completely forgot what it was called. Uh, yeah, that's that's probably it. Yeah, I I, com- I completely forgot what it was called. But yeah, in the arcades, there's a, like I mentioned earlier in the show, I, I'd, I'd say a full third of games on the arcades are shoot 'em ups, and I tried a lot of them. I don't remember a lot of their names, but. I did play them, and I realized early on that my reflexes aren't honed for this. I mean, I can I can last for a little while, but it ate through way too much of my coins early on, so that I ran out of money. <laughs> so I, I was thinking, this isn't a very efficient use of my cash. So I should look around for something where my where my coinage will last a little bit longer. So I kind of gravitated towards other games like a Stun Runner or things like that. You so, can only la- oh. Uh, you can only last for a while is code for mm. you can only tolerate it as much. 
Yeah, well, I guess in a, you know, in a sense, that's true. That's true. Although I have to admit, the they were very well designed. I like how I I was very impressed with how the co- the coding of the arcade games and the the the, the what you call this the console shoot 'em ups that I've tried is amazing. The optimization that you needed to do uh, to have not have flicker, to not have slowdown in terms of the games, I'm very impressed with them. Back to you, Dan. Yeah. So. Well, um... What about you then, Joe? What's your, what's yours? Uh, I, 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 it wouldn't surprise me if this was your first experience with shooting ups. Experiences with uh, with, uh, with shooting ups are uh, pretty much the same as these people. I mean, growing up in the Philippines in the nineties, um, of course, uh, goes without saying, Galaxian, Galaga, B Wings, Twin B, uh, Sky Destroyer. Hey, what's up? Sky Destroyer. Um, oh, Sky yeah, Destroyer. You know what I you know you know guys what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um uh as far as arcade goes, 1942, Raiden, always a classic, <laughs> right? Um I'm I can't say they're my uh all of those are my favorite. More like okay, there's nothing else to play, I'll play them. Um I I managed to play I managed to finish Oh, of course, uh, Gradius and Salamander. I might, uh, we might, uh, I managed to play, I managed to finish those with uh, w- uh, with my little brother when we played Gr- uh, Gradius and Salamander. Of course, I don't care if I use cheats. All right, thirty, uh, thirty-five ain't shit. That's fine. I mean, who, care? who cares? I mean, as long, I mean, as long as we finish that shit, uh, we are happy. We didn't, we didn't care about. Uh, uh, there's no morality hidden there. Um, although um, there was this, uh, there was this game that really captivated me back in the uh, back in the late nineties. Out of um, maybe because this is what uh, the, um, you, you know when uh, when they uh, when they when they re-released the the original trilogy for Star Wars um, yes. uh, back in the late nineties. Oh yes, so, yes, yes. Uh, so within that hype, um, there. Uh, in Grand Central, I saw this arcade cabinet um, called Raystorm. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I so I saw uh, so I saw the so I saw the uh, the work uh, the, um, the gameplay demo of Raystorm, and for some reason, it just caught my eye. Um, either you're uh, either you're fighting the enemies with um, with laser beams or you know thunder crackers, right? So oh, okay, um, uh, still set in space and all that. Sure. So um, and I remember getting passed through the second stage of that, and you know, I mean, and then when it was ported for the PlayStation One, I bought the CD for it. So I, I managed, I managed to play that, you know. Um, and then oh, and then <laughs> and then there's this one game that I and then and then I. I Sir Dan, if he knows about this game, and I said, "Oh, Sir Dan, um, I saw." So, a little bit of a side note here, a little bit of a tangent. So, when Sir Dan mentioned about uh, when he suggested about uh, the shooting 'em up game, so he, so Sir Dan made it, made a challenge, right? So he, he listed out five game, five easy games, and five hard hard games, right? And I'm like, "Oh, these are hard games. I ain't no bullshitting about this." And then, <laughs> uh, so. 
I said I said to him, "Oh, sir Dan, do you know that uh, do you know that shoot 'em up game where uh, uh, where in the demo you can see the uh, you can see this uh, Japanese girl that uh, the camera is just fixated on her boobs, then up to her face. It's it's, it's a it's a horizontal shoot uh, it's a horizontal shooter as well. I just can't remember the name and." So, uh, so he, I'm not. Uh, Sardan didn't re, uh, didn't recall any of that. Um, didn't know about about that game, but he did recommend it a few business list. So I went ahead and asked a few forums. Uh, the the eighties, uh, the the seventies, eighties, nineties video game uh, retro forums like that. So I described the game as uh, I remembered it right. And maybe the mods think that I was just joking or I'm just trolling. Some of those banned me for some reason. They, <laughs> they actually kicked me out, and I'm like, "Why? Why kick me? I, I'm I'm legitimately asking a uh, I'm legitimately asking what the hell was it? I'm not crazy. I know I know I know what I saw. And then uh, and then when I was um, rummaging around Amazon because of black because of the Black Friday, I saw it. Psych- uh, the Psycho Collection for the PlayStation 4, and I recognized one of the uh, one of the title characters in there, and there she was, uh, um, the lady with the big, <laughs> the Japanese lady with the big boobs. <laughs> uh, so the game was uh, a ten guy, and I'm like, okay. So I went back to, and then I went to YouTube, uh, put in ten guy, and then okay, just as I remembered it. With all the, <laughs> um, uh, yep, those are the boobs that I remembered. <laughs> so yeah, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, uh, so uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna start playing this just because I was just curious, you know, because I never really played that in the arcade because because I don't know, I don't know, um, I, because if I play that in the arcade, I don't want people to be looking at me different. Like, okay, you're only playing it just you're only playing it just because you know you know you know why you're only playing it because right? I don't want to be labeled. Uh, hey, I was on, I was only a dumb kid right then. It's the boobs, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, they know what they were doing. Anyway, and they know um, who they were marketing to. Come on, so, <laughs> guy, right? So, ten guy, uh, arcade, uh, uh, the arcade. It was ported to the Sega Saturn. I'm like, okay, once I get, uh, once I get home, I have more time. I'm gonna be downloading that shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that on my, on my. Um, I'm gonna be playing that on my Saturn, and um, and and I'm going to be playing it um, like the gentleman that I am. Mm. I'm gonna enjoy it for all its purposes. <laughs> nice one. Back nice to Sir Dan. Nice. One. Well, I don't expect any less, Joe, and I'm, I'm I'm proud on you, mate. That is, to be fair, <laughs> I, I listened to it after you mentioned it, and uh, I do I do vaguely remember it because I I remember screenshots of there's a you can play as a monk, mm. and I, I remember the the, the seeing the screenshots of the monk, but I've never actually played it, so I am going to put that on my list to play. Um, Uh, quick interjection actually Dan uh, Jerome CP on YouTube has a question and it's a, it's a question from my side as well shoot em ups and bullet hell games are just the same right? yes bullet hell is like a subgenre bullet hell is basically um, after, the games that I've got you chaps to play are, are what we refer to as classic shoot em ups so the gameplay mechanics is more about Uh, forcing your 
uh, shape or person or sprite, whatever you want to call it, around the screen and finding spaces. It's about movement where bullet hell shoot them up. The strategy behind them is basically they, they fill the screen with loads of bullets and the strategy is to move as little as possible. The, 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 the more like a puzzle game where you have to be really careful about where you... So they're, they're a very acquired taste. I like them. I enjoy them. But I don't get as much excited. You? Thank you, you very really? much. Thank you very much, Reiku, on the chat. Reiku reminded me of the name of that game that I played. Boogie Wings. Boogie Wings is Boogie the name Wings. of that game. Boogie right. Wings. That was the name of the biplane with the with the swinging ball at the, at the tail that you can use as a weapon also. Boogie Thanks Wings very much, Reiku. Wings? No, Boogie oh, Wings is different. very different from B-Wings. But they're both, they're both a lot of fun, I have to admit. B-Wings for the different weaponry that you can use. I always use the triple shot. I love the triple shot. And uh, for for uh, Boogie Wings, it's the biplane. It, 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 it's very 19... It's a swing 1920s, 1930s feel. Yeah, thanks very much for that one, Reiki. All right. Nice one, nice one. Well, yeah, so we're... So let's get into the actual challenge that we did then. So we, we did it all Sega based. Mm. So, so again, for ease of access, and so I can uh, spread this around the Sega groups I'm in. Yes. So um, we're to start first. So let, let, let's do a little round robin. So you all, you all tried different ones, you all picked uh, various ones. Let's start with yourself, uh, Sir Joel. Let's let's have a look at, yeah, I believe you did Eliminate Down and yes. Elemental Master. So mm. Elemental Master the easy one mm. and, and eliminate downs the hard one so well, I, I wouldn't say either of them are easy for somebody like me. I mean, I'm, I'm turning 51 very soon. And the thing about it is uh, it, it's a genre that I haven't visited in a long time. But I did try Elemental Master long ago. And because it caught my fancy that there can be a shoot 'em up that is fantasy based. It, it was unique to me. It was a very unique concept to me because of the fact that shoot 'em ups tend to always, almost always be sci-fi from my experience. Uh, El uh, Elemental Master broke that mold in showing actually it even had a little bit of a plot at the very beginning that's another thing about shoot em ups mostly shoot em ups are very sparse when it comes to plot lines usually uh like space invaders or galaga you have no idea what's happening you have no idea why you're shooting at all these aliens you just know that you have to whereas elemental master had a little bit of an intro as to a storyline to it from the very beginning and uh, <laughs> oh my gosh joy is going to be showing my embarrassment <laughs> in, in, the, in the video right now <laughs> but, but yeah i'm thinking about it is let's begin with uh with with eliminate down first eliminate down showed uh one one factor about eliminate down that really surprised me was that it's it's you can shoot forwards and backwards normally in the shoot em ups in my experience from way back in the old days was that you could um like radius or uh or progi narashi was that you really didn't was pro gear i don't quite recall where you really didn't have to worry about things coming coming at you from behind you so i guess the limitation of my experience when it came to shoot em ups was that i'm always worried about what's coming up from the from the from one side of the screen so i can so i can concentrate my 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 response on that side i don't have to worry about somebody coming up from behind me and stabbing me in the back now eliminate down 
broke that uh, broke that mold for me because of the fact that I can change my weaponry so that it's not just front shooting, but it's also shooting towards the back, and I can change my tactics so that I can move my ship a little bit from away from where the enemy is going to be going, where I know the enemy is going to be, and shift my weaponry so that my weaponry is shooting from behind, and I can kind of plot where I'm supposed to be moving next. Uh, it's um, I've learned one thing about uh, about shoot 'em ups through eliminate down and elemental master. It's the fact that you are not thinking about where you are at that moment. You're thinking about where you are supposed to be in the next moment, where you're supposed to be going the next moment, and where you're going to be, um, uh, where you're going to try to fool the enemy to shoot at, so that you can not be there. It's like you're trying to be there at that moment, but you're already thinking two steps ahead so that the enemy shoots where you were, where you were originally. So I guess the tactical portion of Eliminate Down that I that I learned while I was playing it is that you have to fool the enemy, the enemy AI, so that it's shooting where you were, not where you are. That's yeah, what I learned. You have to draw the fire as you would. Yes, precisely. You have to draw the fire uh, where you were, so that the enemy is is shooting where you're not. So it's it's like you're not even thinking about the dodging portion of it. You're thinking about where you're supposed to be going, so that you're not in the line of fire. And I guess that's the thing about eliminate them that I've learned. I I, I love how it, the weaponry evolves. That's one thing about shoot 'em ups that I like. The shoot 'em ups that have um, evolving weaponry. The stronger the the more power ups you pick up, the stronger your weaponry is. The more fancy it is on screen, and it's I like that. The visual aspect of Eliminate Down is very nice. Although I have to admit, by stage three, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong on stage two or stage three, where all the where I basically died, and I said, Ah, screw this, I can't handle this anymore. Where the where it's nothing but asteroids. There's blue asteroids and there's purple asteroids, so it's kind of there's the was it John? Remind me, was it the blue asteroids that didn't have an effect on you and the purple asteroids? Uh, the background, the purple, the purple asteroids, the big one. Mm. Uh, those were just the background. That, yeah. Uh, and then the the navy blue asteroids. Those are the ones that you really should avoid, or yeah. or at least uh, either avoid, or you can just shoot them if you have the time to. Mm-hmm. That's that's the bad thing about it, though. The bad thing about humans is that we are very movement. Uh, based when it comes to visual aspects, the moment that you see something move, your instinct is to avoid it. Now that portion of the of, of eliminate down was that you could see everything moving around you, the blue asteroids and the purple asteroids. So your natural instinct was to avoid everything that was moving, and it was very it was very confusing for somebody like me, who is not used to genre. So the fact is, all the blue and purple asteroids moving, my mind was. What's the right what's what's the right term for it? Was overloaded with where the hell do I go now? So it's it's that's basically where I, where I had to say I can't do this anymore. Eliminate down showed me that the genre is very intricate. It's very tactical, but it's very hard to adjust it because of the fact that it's constantly trying to fool you. It's constantly trying to fool you the same way that you're constantly trying to fool the enemy as well. So that's it about Eliminate Down. That's my opinion of Eliminate Down. It's a great game. It's just, I guess it's the mindset in me that I have to adjust that that you know I'm I'm not the only one trying to fool this. The enemy's trying to fool me as well. <laughs> yeah, and, it's, it's, it's a good. You, you, I, I like your summary there. I, I think mm. you said well because when I watched you play. Um, yes. One of the things I noticed is when you got to the second stage, mm. you, you you tried different weapons on the asteroids. Yes. Mm. And you, you you convinced yourself that 
the the uh, the missiles, the vertical yes. missiles, mm-hmm. worked the best. The other weapons didn't have an effect. Yes, but the other weapons do have an effect. <laughs> so it, 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 it was quite. It was, that's one of the things that I, lo- I love about shoot 'em ups because it, it forces you to you have to approach. You have to think things from different angles. It's not mm. like so. If you play Zelda, you yes. get a puzzle, but you mm. you've got time. You've got you've got. To me, that's quite boring because you can you can spend an hour sat around it, leisurely doing it. It's not mm. there's no intensity, there's no excitement. Whereas yes. with a shoot 'em up, you have to try all these different things while surviving and while surviving at you. So, in uh, a way, in a way, actually, it's a lot like JRPGs. In Jaws' case, in Jaws, in JRPGs, you have to find the enemy that is the most effective against against a certain enemy. So. Like this enemy is a fire element, then you use water against them. So that's, I guess, that was the mentality that I was bringing to eliminate down the fact that all right, these missiles are coming at me from an angle, from from beneath. So the most effective thing, uh, the most effective weapon that I could use against it was the were the missiles that would angle downwards against them too, while I was avoiding it. So I guess the mentality of the GRPG portion of which which weaponry would work best against which enemy was working in the back of my head. And was working against me as well. So I, I should I should be careful with that. So that's no, my. That's, that's that's I, I think that, I think that's a great thing, and that's why I think it's great that you've taken on this challenge because mm. it, it stretches your it stretches your your viewpoint. You know what I mean? It that's shows true. that a, a lot. A, I think a lot of people aren't prepared to do that, and it's and, mm. and it's, it's really good. I mean, you said you said something similar with it with the. Uh, Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when you said said when you played Elemental Master, you said, "Yes, oh, oh, this game needs more health power-ups." Oh yeah, and that, <laughs> and that, and that to me showed how conditioned even yes. older gamers have become to relying mm. on instead of looking away to beat the problem or beat mm. the challenge, they look away for to get around the challenge. Mm. Do you mean it's, it's modern modern games have conditioned people into into being. Um, if you if you come up to a boss, go yeah. and level up to get past that boss, or mm-hmm. go and go and find an item to get past that boss. Whereas I, one of the things I love about shmups and old games is that you ain't got the option. You've just got to get better. You've just mm. got to you've got to learn how to beat it. And that's it. That's that's the thing that really that really challenged my paradigm, shall we say? That's the right term that I'm using right now. It's the fact that with eliminate down and in elemental master, it's it's it was. I, I, I guess the fact that I was looking for what's the right term for it—the hack or the weak point of it—and it really wasn't the, the correct way to go about it. it. Like you said, you just have to get better. You just have to figure out the best way to go about it, rather than trying to trying to find the trying to find the weak point of the enemy, which is how I've gotten used to approaching video games nowadays. That's that's a good way of thinking about it, Dad. You're right. It's it's oh, an elemental master. It's it's like like you said the fact that I was looking for oh my gosh I'm dying I need to find some kind of way to replenish my health I, I, that wasn't the right way to think about that one yeah here in Elemental Master uh, you can see the uh, wizard uh, being able to shoot forward and backwards just up and down there's no I, I'm, I could be wrong on that one I, maybe I didn't progress far enough that I could shoot sideways yeah you get you get power ups that shoot sideways mm, uh, yeah but, but the you, you only get the option of shooting vertically or, um, or, or well sorry vertically or fall down but then mm. when you get the other power ups you can shoot to the sides as well ah uh, that's it I didn't get far enough for me to be able to shoot side, sideways and it was frustrating that these things kept getting tossed at you and had I call 
call it splash damage, where you it would damage a general area, and there was no way for you to avoid it. I mean, I there likely was a way to avoid it, but I hadn't figured it out yet back then. So the, the for those of you in the audio podcast, Joe is showing my embarrassment right now. He's showing my stream of Elemental Master, and the fact is, it's a it's a gorgeous game. I have to admit, almost all shoot 'em ups that I've seen are amazingly design they're beautiful they're intricate they're they're very detailed and and it's the, it draws you in visually and audio as well the, the sound is very somebody commented on my stream i i i could i don't quite recall who it was it might have been miss eileen who said that the audio sounds are very are are very uh enthralling i guess that's the right term for it is she really got caught by the sound portion of it and oh no no it was miss raki miss raki 15 who said the sound portion was enthralling miss raki being a, a, a rhythm game player and she's very she's an expert when it comes to sound music sound and things like that so she said that the shoot 'em up uh sounds were very were very interesting were very enthralling it was amazing for her and, and the the visual aspect the audio aspect were amazing i just wish that i had the reflexes to you know <laughs> to really to really get far and appreciate uh the game more because i keep dying early on so that's my experience of it both eliminate down and elemental master are amazing games i just wish that i were better at them and then that says i just got to get better just got to get good yeah, yeah. there you go <laughs> See, i just want to touch on something you mentioned there and mm. something that something that justin says that elemental master felt like a vertical thunder force mm. now that's because it's made by technosoft uh, and technosoft uh. also made this game which mm. is devil Crash. Devil uh, now technosoft the the music is amazing Thunder Force 3 mm. is another Technosoft game, which Sir, Sir JDM uh, played. All the music is amazing, and it's that good, and it mm. was in that demand back in the day, that if you put a cheat into this game, you can listen to the music from Elemental Master and Thunder Force 3 in that game too. So oh. that, it goes to show you how, how they knew the craft. They really, really did. Uh, we have a question here from Christ John Esegunde. I could be wrong on, on the pronunciation, but what is the difference of Zed Blade and Eliminate Wing? I'm not familiar with that one, though. Dan, you're, you're being the shoot 'em up guy. Are you familiar with these games? Yeah, and the difference is that they're different games. Oh, they're very different games. They, they... <laughs> they're just, they, yeah, they're, they're all shoot 'em ups, um, mm -hmm. but they've got different mechanics, different styles. Uh, uh, eliminate down um, is like I say the most shoot 'em ups have a key gimmick or a key mm -hmm. focus. So uh, eliminate down its key key uh, gimmick is that you can multiple directions. Is it, if you, if once you get to know the game, if you watch the first stage, mm -hmm. you'll notice once you get to know it that every enemy in the first stage is designed to make you cycle your weapon. Ah, uh, yeah, so, that's true. So you know, it, it basically is training you, right? You're not going to beat it if you just stick to one forward weapon. You are going to have to continuously cycle your weapon. Mm. Uh, and Zed Blade's a game that you don't have to do that. Um, I, I don't, I've not played enough of Zed Blade to remember much about it. Mm -hmm. But, um, but it, again, it's another shooter, up, yeah. Okay, well, there you go. So that's my assessment of it. Uh, both Eliminate Down and Elemental Master are amazing games. I just wish I were better at it. And there's no other way to see the rest of the game except to get good. That's it. <laughs> In fact, it's funny, it's funny you mentioned, you, you know the term get good or get good? Get good, yes. <laughs> A lot of people use it with Dark Souls. Okay. <laughs> okay. And Dark Souls... Dark Souls is one game you don't have to get good. You, mm. can, you can literally go away and level up 
and get loads of souls and just get stronger. So it's a very strange, you know, why do you do that? I mean, Dark Souls and you know the the, the souls like souls like stuff ain't got nothing on on classic gaming. We're talking like you know shoot 'em ups and things like that. So all these kids, uh, I'm I mean I'm going into whippersnapper mode here. You whippersnappers, you know. <laughs> all right, back to you, Dad. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, but uh, uh, oh, uh, the the kids these days think Dark Souls are hard. The Souls the Souls games are hard. Yeah, they they, they no. tend to they, they tend to hold yeah. them up as the 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 pinnacle uh, uh, of hard gaming. When you say Souls like, it, it's the game that everybody has trouble with, but they have no idea. <laughs> try try play try beating a game without a save state. Oh yes, there's that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. That's very true. So, All right, Dan, continue. Yeah, who, who wants to go next? Then who wants to give us their account next? Mm-hmm. Uh, Miss Eileen, <laughs> would you care to do the honors, or Miss or Sir JDM? Sure, I'd be happy to go next. All right, wonderful. Okay. Uh, by the way, before I proceed, uh, I just uh, with all the discussions of shoot 'em ups, something jogged my memory. Uh, mm-hmm. Anybody remembers here the NES game Jackal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Oh, careful, yeah, careful how you say it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> is it Jackal? Is so that the one, one with the jeep, with the jeep that the jumps? Is yes. that right? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Mm. That's the one. Mm-hmm. I I just remember that game. I, that's one shoot 'em up I genuinely enjoyed. So I, after this ep, uh, episode, I might go play that later. <laughs> oh, there you go. There's an excellent spiritual sequel to Jackal. Uh, on the Sega Mega Drive and the Super Nintendo called Swift. Super um, Swift. So, and it's two players as well. Mm. So um, if you get if you get a chance, check that out because the Super Nintendo version looks and sounds better, but it mm. misses some content. Uh, the Mega Drive version is it looks a bit ropier, but it's got it's got more it's got more bosses and more levels, so it's it's the better version for my. Uh, my but I, if you like Jackal, mate, definitely check definitely check Super Swiver. Okay, we're gonna have to put that into the into the chats a little later so that I can I can go back to it myself. I'll check it out. But yes, Miss, continue, Miss Eileen. Go ahead. I think thank you for that. I put it on my Google on another tab. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, <laughs> I'm fast like that. So uh, my. Picks were Steel Empire and Twinkle Tail. Uh, I'm going first with the e- easier game because I'm, I'm not really good at shoot 'em up. So I had lots of args and <clears throat> uh, where did that come from in, in my streams? So then enter JDM and Sergio were witnesses. Yeah, my there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so here is Steel, Steel Empire. It was in 1992, and it's a horizontal shoot, scrolling shooter, as you can see there. Um, the art style attracted me. It's a steampunk style. Yeah, it's I love steampunk. Sport. Love steampunk. Yes. Yes, it's stylistic and very rustic mm-hmm. in nature. You know, and if, if Miss Eileen the- had, if Miss Eileen hadn't claimed that game first <laughs> in the list, I would have gone for it. <laughs> and I think I would have gone for. What's the other one? Elemental, the one you chose earlier. Oh yeah, Elemental Master. Yeah, we'll trade. We'll trade, Miss Eileen. I'll, I'll do. I'll do this one, and then you do Elemental Master. Okay, continue, please. <laughs> so this one has seven stages, and in my stream, I managed to reach stage five. I didn't finish it on my stream, but that's as far as I got. You have choices of two ships. This one is called the Striker. It is faster and has. A shorter life compared to the other one, the Zeppelin. 
I guess that's familiar. That's a big ship. Uh, it's slow. The other ship is slower and it has more lives. But there was this stage that I really needed the faster ship because apart from shooting, there's the stage where you have to avoid obstacles. That one absolutely killed me, I would say. It, I ran out of lives because of that stage. So you have to evade barriers and maybe if it's a mountain stalactite, stalagmites or whatever game, uh, something like that. So it's not just a plain shoot em up. There's also obstacle evasion, for lack of a better term. So what I like, uh, like Eliminate Down, you can shoot forwards and backwards on this one. And if you can see the bombs there, because you have enemies on the ground, you can drop bombs, but it, you can't really angle it. But you have to maybe position your ship properly to ensure that you kill those on the ground. And the enemies are quite varied. So that one, you have to shoot that when it turns around. And then there's the windmill that actually flies. And the bosses are also huge ships that have turrets. And you have to find their weak spots and the patterns because it's not just shoot, shoot, shoot. There's uh, maybe movements up and down, spiraling. So you really have to strategize on how to attack your enemies. So I found Steel em- I haven't finished it, but I found Steel Empire really entertaining. So there, there's... A, uh, it's not a boss, but maybe a sub boss something yeah no um i I, to be fair i'm it's it's this is probably this and arrow flash are probably the two easiest games that i gave gave um gave you all to do so i uh i I, i'm i'm hoping that you go back to to attempt it again because i I think you'll beat this easy mate i think you i think the first few goals you had on it were just you getting used to the genre rather than the game itself Mm -hmm. i think i think when you get when you get back to it, mate, I think you will easily beat it. Uh, well, if I can interject, the thing about uh, the thing uh, I wanted to r- get to Steel Empire uh, before Miss Eileen claimed it was the fact that it reminded me of, an, of a of a steampunk novel series by Michael Moorcock. I'm not quite sure if anybody's read that series. Michael Moorcock, uh, who wrote uh, No Matter the Time Stream, so it it's it's very steampunk. It's very uh, it shows. An alternative history of what might have happened if people had focused on that particular technology, then had gone into like the electric or the the information technology. So, I guess it's the romanticism of the of the yeah. of the environment or of the setting. I guess that I like. So, yeah, just just a little bit of just a little bit of a slip in there. So, yeah, please continue, Miss Eileen. Yeah, speaking of that, I think I read somewhere that the story of. Uh, Steel Empire is that they. This is an alternate, alternate uh, history of modern age where they are using steam. Oh, so, there you go. Yeah, I think that's the story. If I read it right, mm-hmm. because I did not finish the game, so I'm not sure about the history there. Yeah, steampunk so is then, fascinating because of the fact. If, if anybody also remembers an old game called Arcanum of Steamworks and Magic Obscura, yes. it feels like that. It, it, it feels like yeah. that kind of setting. So there. All right, continue, Miss Eileen. So that's my short playthrough of Steel Empire there. And if I may, I would I will move on to Twinkle Tail, mm-hmm. the harder shmup that I picked. And just like Steel Empire, I chose Twinkle Tail because of the art style again. Yes. Uh, if you uh, if you can see there later, um, it's an anime. Uh, I, I think it's actually anime style art. 
Uh, it's also released in 1992. It's a mix of side-scrolling to vertical um, shooting. So that's uh, quite interesting to me. It also feels like an RPG. It also has, like Sir Joel said earlier, on uh, it's Eliminate Down, I think, or Elemental, the other one. Mm-hmm. This also has a good plot. So oh, should yeah. don't really have stories, right? So mm-hmm. that's what I liked about Twinkle Tail. There. So don't get fooled by the cute art because this game kicked my ass. It's <laughs> so <brutal>. many. <laughs> <laughs> don't be fooled. It's not easy. And I was playing that on easy mode. <laughs> oh, you did? Was so, it so easy? Was it? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's an easy mode. Oh my god! Uh, so you can see there. Yes, it's a tough game. It is a tough game. Twink, twink, twinkle Tail. It's. Uh, it demands that you pay attention to everything, and it's 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 very punishing. So uh, it's a fantastic game, fantastic game. Oh my gosh! I mean, just looking at it, you just you know that it's it's the kind of game that says you you don't underestimate me by my looks because I am going to brutalize you in many different ways. <laughs> See, one, one thing one thing I noticed is is I kept I kept um, screaming at the screen for you to use your smart bombs. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's something that again when you're not used to these these games it's, it's second nature to somebody like me because I, I, I you know play shoot 'em ups all the time I love shoot but when when you're not used to doing it you, you know you've essentially got three smart bombs here that you can use at any time and you and, there, and there's plenty of smart bombs to pick up mm-hmm. um, and, and you get a boss like this but you, you try and take him on like you are doing now just just shooting him and I'm going you just smart bombs. Now that, now that you mentioned that, actually, Dan, it, it, I just remembered one of the earlier shoot 'em ups that I have played. It's it's Macross on the Japanese Famicom NES. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Macross, which is based on, which is in in the West, it's called Robotech. But yeah, that that's one game that I do re- suddenly remember because of because of the because of the uh, what we're seeing here right now being uh, that being shown on Miss Miss Eileen's stream. All right, back to you, Miss Eileen. So about the about the smart bombs, I was trying to save them up, and because when you use a smart bomb here, you can see they're on the right side, L three, L three, L one. When you use a smart bomb, oh. that type of attack you're using will go down a level if you use a smart oh, bomb. Okay, so it basically weakens it every time that you use it. Is that right? You have to charge mm-hmm. it back up. Oh, okay. Yes, and to charge it back up, you need to get if you saw earlier there the star you need the stars to mm-hmm. level up your attacks so uh, this one is a homing attack mm-hmm. the second one in the middle on the right side is the most powerful i find but it's just linear attack but it's really mm-hmm. powerful and the stars is the spreads well just uh, just just to give you a little bit of insight dan uh, it looks like miss eileen is a very frugal game player she she saves yeah. her stuff until <laughs> until she really needs it so I, i'm imagining maybe in role-playing games she probably hoards a very la- all of her health potions too so that before she doesn't use that them by true. the end of the game <laughs> the kind of player that, that finishes, finishes the game with with a massive inventory exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah. that is where true. they haven't used these items <laughs> <laughs> Good observation there, Sergio. That's true. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I would try to save them up as much as I can. Mm, 
Yeah, you're, you're very much like you're very much like my missus, actually, Miss Eileen. <laughs> you, you, before you know it, it, before before you know it, I I look at her inventory. It's like, what the heck are you doing with a level one sword? I don't know. I might still use it sometime in the future. I don't know. <laughs> All right, continue, Miss Eileen. Uh, so again, with the, these power-ups, you can shoot. Uh, the good thing here is you can shoot at different angles, so you don't have to worry about uh, enemies coming from behind. Mm. And then, uh, what else? You can move forward as you attack. And the, I think the great strategy he, strategy here is move forward really fast because if you just stay in one place and try to kill everybody on screen, uh, mm. more enemies spawn and you end up getting trapped. Okay, well, that's yeah, that's, 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 uh, that's pretty much a, a good strategy overall when it comes to shoot em ups, I've noticed. <laughs> try not to I stay mean, in one place. Yes. Mm. And, and so I think did... I saw on yes, yes, sir, Dan. No, so, 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 what did you think, then, mate? What did you think to uh, to the games? Did you did you like them? Do you not like? You know, how, how did you? How were your feelings about them after? Steel Empire, I enjoyed. Uh, Twinkle Tail, I enjoyed a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because of the overall feel of the game. And it does. And so it, those... it, goes, it goes to show that it doesn't. Because Twinkle Tail's by far, far, you know. Twinkle Tail took me quite a while to finish. Yeah, I had to really practice to, to beat Twinkle Tail. Steel Empire, I finished on my second ever goal. So it, it, it goes to show you that a, a harder game doesn't. You know, a lot of people get put off by harder games, but you clearly you enjoyed the harder harder game here. Yes, this one is the harder game I picked, but I enjoyed it better. And is it one, one, of, the, one, of, the that, one of the things I noticed from you? Uh, Sir, Sir Joel and Sir, Sir JJ. Okay, so, so what I love about shooting up, and this is to me is why the blow, is, I find it mind boggling how people don't love them because I, the excitement and the buzz I get from the intensity and the pressure is fantastic. I love that. I love, I love that sense of uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> when I watch you guys, the amount of times you kept going. Uh, 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 <laughs> And, and when you beat a boss, every time you beat a boss, you all, you all went, Ooh. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why my camera turned off here. <laughs> well, I guess it's, uh, there's a certain level when it comes to gaming. Uh, we've reached a certain level when it comes to gaming where the frustration factor that you have to, that you have to undergo is, is, it goes like this. When you're young, the frustration factor that you can handle is very high. And as you age, it kind of, goes down and I, I don't know maybe in, in my case because I'm and because I'm an old fogey I'm, I'm, I'm you know I'm I have dinosaurs as pets uh, the fact that me, the 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 fact that my frustration factor my frustration acceptability level is a very low already that I think uh, I might not be able to handle this anymore because of the fact that I can't take it in the frustration that that comes from dying all the time i i could be wrong on this but yeah if if i were only if there were only some way for me to kind of think of it laterally a different manner so that it's not the frustration that i focus on but the achievement portion of it then yeah i i might be able to adjust my enjoyment of it yeah I, it's all in the it's on the thinking one of the things i think you that's a great point it's one of mm -hmm. the things that i find I, I don't think like that, and that mm. might just because i was raised in the arcades yeah. i find joy in when mm. in when i play a game that that kind of trolls me that kind of <laughs> that, that, 
that I think I'm getting cleverer or better at the game, and then it puts a really, then it it really does something really clever and out of the blue to to to, to, to I lose a life and that. And I I think that's I think that's good. So like I say it might mm. be a mindset thing, mate. Yes. All right. Very cool. So that that's Miss Eileen's opinion of her games. It's 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 very valid, very very fun opinion. Let's 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 put it at that then. All right. Very cool. Excellent. Lovely. Thank you very much, Miss Eileen. Much appreciated. Uh, so, JDM, then. What about you, All mate? right. So, I guess you already saw me play the games yest- uh, just yesterday. And I selected on uh, the easy list. Uh, I played Thunder Force 3. And I'm not really sure why it was on the easy uh, <laughs> <the easy> list. <laughs> I, I played it... Um, I guess um, Thursday evening, and it. I thought it was just your typical um, horizontal shooter game. So this one uh, for this uh, playthrough, and after Burner Two, I've used the the arcade stick just to make sure I I don't sore my thumbs when I play, and I think it's much easier for me to maneuver the uh, ship when i'm using the stick and then and here it is uh my playthrough of afterburner so in this it's a horizontal shooter you got um enemies going on the screen you also have enemies coming from behind and anything that comes from behind is really bad news <laughs> <laughs> like those like those guys that just killed me so i mean the jdm said anything that comes from behind is bad news that that can be interpreted a myriad of ways anyway continue saying, your wife, your wife would agree mate <laughs> <laughs> all right so so as you can see you have a variety of weapons uh, the one i'm using now is this uh, is this a rocket i forgot mm. is it, I think it's fire F. It's yep, the F weapon fire. It shoots uh, rockets at the top and the bottom of the screen. So it's like sweeping any enemies that it uh, encounters. So it's good to use if you have um, enemies that are staying. Those ones, those missiles that uh at the top and at the bottom and you also have this so your initial uh, weapon is this one the one that looks like a machine gun it's i think that's the uh my most used uh weapon in this game because it just shoots uh, forward then you also have the secondary weapon the one that look like a laser the it also shoots from behind but i don't think as what i've observed it doesn't do quite a lot of damage than the uh, machine gun that you have and you also have this part that um i think it's a power-up that uh circles around your ship and also uh, shoots the same weapon that you're using so you have like uh, two additional uh, weapons so you uh, what i like about this game is the visuals are really great you have the parallax scrolling and the background and you also have these uh, things in the foreground which i think 
the developers um, put up to mess up with your uh, visibility and sometimes you have uh, hidden enemies in the uh, for example that one the one that looks like vines they're on the foreground so they're covering the tracks they're covering the screen most of the screen and they're also hiding the enemies so this is my first playthrough of the game i uh, in this game you're free to select which um world you're going to um play with just like in Mega Man, where you can you have the freedom to choose which um planet you're going to go first and in this first playthrough of mine i i didn't beat any of the bosses at the um last part of the level because i'm still getting used to the controls and then on my second playthrough of this i already i'm already familiar with the um the levels i know where the obstacles are coming from i know where the some of the enemies are coming from so i was able to avoid them until i reach uh the last boss of this level i forgot which level this one is uh, i think this is the first boss that i finished uh the first level that i finished I actually finished three levels. Uh, I forgot the names of those enemies. But I really got good in this game, actually. <laughs> what you have to do is you just get familiar with the game. Uh, just uh, get familiar and sooner or later you get good at this game and that's it for thunder force 3 and also i must not forget about the soundtrack and as what um sir dan t- told earlier it was uh made by this um company uh, uh what was that again the soundtrack is amazing yeah and i really like the uh, music from the planet of Alice. I forgot the title of the uh, music. It when I first um, heard it, I really think that um, these music are strate- strategically placed because it hypes up your uh, your gaming. I think that's the uh, the main purpose of the music in games is it really hypes you up and every time there are intense moments in games the the music is just there to hype you up and it, it sets the tone yeah. JDM wouldn't yeah, you say it sets the tone right and that specific uh, music from the Planet of Alice makes me want to start an um, own punk rock band, actually. <laughs> and I, I was thinking that oh, maybe uh, listening to the music, I think I I might be able to pull this uh, cover of this song. Or I, this mean, music. Yeah. I mean, heck, you, uh, there are very successful video game <clears throat> musicians, Tommy Tellerico, Vomitron. There, there's amazing bands that actually do produce uh covers of video game soundtracks and they sell they sell yeah. really well yeah and and don't forget uh the vocalist and frontman of devo uh mark mm. mothersbow he's a, no. he did most of the music in the sims so 
is really into this experimental music he he had this really um unorthodox uh, instruments he even plays um those uh, kiddy keyboards mm-hmm. in, oh in yeah okay. I, re- i really wish we could do a i really wish we could do a video game soundtrack episode but you know copyright being the way it is yeah. can't and possibly. i think we already did that in the I mean, previous we, episode yeah we did we did but you know something that actually that we can actually play the music to uh-huh. while we yeah well while we're talking about it would be amazing but you know current copyright environment notwithstanding uh, anyway back to you jdf Oh, by the way, we have a question from uh, John Menten. He's, uh, uh, he's asking if Call of Duty can be defined as a shoot-em-up game. <laughs> no, John, mm. John, I don't know. No, it's a first-person yeah. shooter. Yeah, Although, it's a uh, shooter. I, yeah. if, I can, if, I can, if I can put it in, uh, Marlon Hurtado Eliscovides put in a re- one of my absolute most favorite games. It's called Starblade. Starblade is a first-person shoot-em-up arcade mo- ma- made by Namco. I'm not quite sure if it can be classified as a as a shoot as a shoot 'em up it might be a rail shooter as oh, then it's, it. it's, yes. okay. it's a rail yeah. shooter but starblade is amazing it was one of the games that i placed a lot of tokens in in when i was when i was in the arcade starblade amazing and i played the <laughs> remix of it on playstation 1 i don't quite recall anyway continue jdf Yeah, I think I remember Starblade from the game Tekken 5 because uh, oh, yeah. it was made by Namco and yes. uh, you know if you're playing Namco games, hmm. they give you like a couple, uh, like a minute to or 30 seconds to a minute of uh, old uh, Galaxia game. I remember um, Ridge Racer Revolution where they hmm. allow you to play Gal- the bonus round of Galak- uh, Galaga or something like that. Then, mm-hmm. if you finish the, if you if you are able to defeat all the enemies, you will mm-hmm. get all of the uh, hidden cars in the game. Ooh, very cool! Yeah. I didn't even know that was a mechanic. I just and, saw it was part of the loading screen. Yeah, and same way Tekken Five, you have the like 30 second playthrough of Starblade. Starblade, well, yeah. Before the <sighs> opening intro. Mm-hmm. There yeah. you go. Wonderful. Right. So that's it for Thunder Force Three. So let's move on to the harder game, which was uh, Afterburner Two. Also for the <laughs> Sega Genesis and Sega Mega Drive, and oh. I'm glad that um, Sir Dan was able to uh, see me play that as well uh, <laughs> yesterday, and <laughs> I think he really, <laughs> he really had fun watching me play Thunder Force 3 yesterday, and he was also um, giving me tips on how to uh, play the game. And oh, uh, one moment, JD, I have a little bit of an interruption here. Rick, you put this up, and I just find the comment funny in the chats. Oh my, Donkey Kong 3 on NES is a shoot 'em up. Donkey Kong 3, where you shoot the the, <laughs> ah, yeah. the upwards. Yeah, in a way, that, that's a very astute observation. Thanks very much for that one, Rick. You. All right, continue, JDM, please. All right, so this is Afterburner 2 for the Sega Mega Drive or Genesis. So it looks like a typical arcade uh, shoot 'em up game, and a typical 16-bit. Um, game and if you look at it 
Uh, it looks like if you're a fan of uh, Sky Destroyer, it looks it really looks like Sky Destroyer but with better graphics and uh, more enemies to shoot at. And that's what I said to Sergey. That's yeah. true. That's true. And yeah. you guys are you guys are a lot better off with Sky Destroyer than this. <laughs> <laughs> Although, and, if if you are a Top Gun fan, this is the game to play. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, yeah. So it's like so it's like Sky Destroyer and Top Gun without the landing on the carrier. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> For me, it's uh, like uh, it's like the offspring of Sky Destroyer mm-hmm. and uh, what they call this game Space Harrier. Space Harrier, yes. Uh, you have this. Uh, um, yeah, you have yeah, the and. Here in Afterburner 2, you don't have to um, like hold the the fire the button. fire button. It just automatically fires its uh, weapons. And what you need to do is to just uh, wait for um, like an alarm or someone saying fire to fire the missiles mm-hmm. uh, to the enemies. And you have this. Uh, You have this um, small, like this a small target where you could point the uh, machine guns, but I don't think it does anything aside from the planes that's coming behind you. Mm. At first they don't shoot, but in the later levels they become more aggressive, and at least they don't um, actually um, collide with your um, ship. And then um, you also have this accelerator button that makes you go faster, and also um, uh, a button to accelerate. And uh, Which what, I don't know what one of those were. <clears throat> I think I think it helps you uh, outmaneuver the missiles. Yeah, it's a slim chance to avoid <laughs> take a slight um, like advantage because I tried to hold while uh, while playing this game and while I'm moving around, I tried to hold the the throttle button, mm-hmm. and it's going faster. I don't think it's. Uh, the plane is going faster, it, or it's just the bar that's going um, it, it uh, makes, higher. It makes yeah. you go, it doesn't make you go faster, but it's a temporary. Yeah. It's a you don't. Yeah. You get a quick burst of speed. You don't mm. if you if you do it and hold it down, it don't stay going faster. You have to keep bursting mm. faster. Man, just watching this footage makes me want to watch Top Gun Maverick again. Yeah, that was an amazing film. After what, yeah. what you just need is the soundtrack of from Kenny Loggins and uh, oh yeah, Mighty, was it My, Mighty Wings? My, Although I will like always a... contend, I will always contend that Iron Eagle is better than Top Gun. The original one, anyway. Iron Eagle is better than Top Gun. That's my take. Okay. <laughs> what, you want, what do you want? Danger Zone in the background. Sorry, Dad. You were saying. It's a close call, Iron Eagle mm-hmm. and Top Gun. I can see, I can see, uh, I can see where you're coming from, mate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plot-wise, Iron Eagle beats Top Gun. I, yeah, I, I said what I said. I said what I said, and you know, fight me in the comments. Go ahead. <laughs> Top Gun, Top Gun's a love story, isn't it? Really? Mm, pretty much, the, yeah. The original Top Gun's a love story. Yeah, for those of you who are unfamiliar with Iron Eagle, just Google it. 
thank me later. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so these. So, did you you did you enjoy these games, uh, Sir JDM? Um, apparently, after Burner 2, not so much. Um, the only flex that I had with after Burner 2 is I get uh, I got to the uh, ninth stage or the tenth uh, tenth ninth. stage ninth, uh, just the ninth. So I still have how many eleven levels to go? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's really no indication where where you are already in the game because. Suddenly, I thought I was in stage three. Then suddenly, I get to stage five or stage six. All oh, right, there's this um, right. bonus level. Right. Right? Oh my god, what's happening? It's like I just maybe I w- I just went too fast and skipped the other levels. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the warp zone. Yeah, there you go. The warp. Yeah. It, it says at bottom. You see that it says stage nine. Yeah. I was I was gonna say though. I mean, to, to John Jomar's point in the chat, if I can if I can interrupt quickly, uh, he was talking about Call of Duty. He knows it's a first-person shooter, but the question is, can it also be a shoot 'em up? Uh, the thing about it is, many games have borrowed many elements from many different game genres yes. nowadays. When you think about Call of Duty, you think of it as a first-person shooter, but it certainly can it has elements of first-person uh, of shoot 'em ups because you know bullet hells you are trying to reposition yourself so you are not where the bullets are going to be coming into and certain and certain weapons well you know they don't necessarily have power ups while you're playing it but you can upgrade while you're in between so that's also an element of shoot 'em ups there are certain shoot 'em ups like fantasy zone where you can buy uh upgrades to your weaponry in between so I think no. the, the key thing for me mm-hmm. that differentiates between a shooter and a shooter up so, yeah. so Call of Duty and Thunder Force 3, yes. is uh, a shooter up is, is on an X, Y uh, axis. Plane. Okay, axis, mm. yes. Mm. So um, you, you, you've, got, you've only got two fields of movement, where obviously you've got your 3D aspect yes. um, in your Call of Duty. So mm. I, I, it, I, I, I'm in quite a lot of shooter up communities and mm. It's a bit of a mm-hmm. to class a first-person shooter as a, a as a shooter. Is there such a thing as a 3D shoot 'em up, Dan? Well, again, rail shooters, rail shooters, a rail shooter, mm-hmm. 3D uh, shoot 'em ups, really. But it's it's it, again, it's it's like any any genre, isn't it? You know, some they, they all cross over, so there's mm-hmm. no there's no uh, black and white. Uh, definition. Mm, yeah, and the Seabird, Seabird in the chat says, "Never say die, Iron Eagle." Got me singing there. Yes, yeah, Seabird. All right. <laughs> excellent, did, excellent. Did, did they came? Did they come out in the same year? Because uh, I think out, uh, Iron Eagle were. I'm think 80, 85 or eighty six. Mm. I'm sure. It, I'm sure. It, Excuse me. I'm sure Iron Eagle came out after because it was essentially a mm-hmm. a, a ripoff, but yes. a great ripoff, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Eighty-six, yeah. eighty-six, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the ripoffs are uh, do it better. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> so so I'll, I'll say to JDM. I mean, I enjoyed watching those videos. Of you, um, Thunder Force Three. Like I say, I, potentially to me, that's the greatest game ever. Potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I, 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 what we've got to remember about all these challenges that we've done is that, um, first of all, you've got to beat the game, okay? So a lot of what we're experiencing here, 90% of, of, you, of what you've played so far from all you chaps so far, you've only played the first few stages. Mm. Um, but 
once you beat the game, then you've got all the extra difficulties. Then you've got to beat these extra difficulties using only one credit. Then you've got to beat those extra difficulties not dying at all. So there's a lot of, when you get into these games, there's a lot of depth and a lot of different perspectives you get to see them from. Because when you get to that stage of replaying a game of not, of not dying at all, or on a harder level, it's a different game to the one that you started playing because different yeah. boss patterns evolve. Different, you know, one of the genius things about Thunder Force Three is the boss patterns you fight on normal difficulty change on later difficulty. So it oh. totally screws you up. When you get to him, you're like, wait a second, that guy would fire like a, a split beam, and instead mm. it's, it's splitting, it yes. split, and then it comes yeah. back. So. <laughs> <laughs> And that's that's when you, that's the moment you go, what the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, that's what amazes me. <laughs> a lot of people say a lot of people say these games are simple, mm. and they say they're simple because the playing ones they've got no endurance, no backbone, and they're mm. quick. Oh, oh god, it's crap, dude. I'm crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, what they're saying is I'm crap. You know what mm. I mean? The quitters, the quitters. Pretty keep much. Going and actually get into it. The, the more there's loads it throws at you there's you know you keep playing you keep playing and and you keep finding these things and and you get more and more joy out of it mm. so um so i think i think you'll uh, enjoy that the more you dig into three mate yeah i actually want to play uh the rest of the levels and maybe uh get familiar with the levels and actually play those dif- uh those difficult levels but for now i'm really liking the thunder force because the first time i played it i didn't even reach uh in the other levels i didn't even reach the final bosses on that levels but uh yesterday i i was not expecting uh beating one of the uh levels with no continues so i think i got used to the controls and i got familiar where the enemies are coming from i got over the obstacles and maybe i will try to play that um much more seriously in the um following days nice. so thank you so much for that yeah no problem mate no problem. i'm glad you enjoyed it man. i mean something that so john uh, n10 has just said the, the best arcade game of its time and mm. i agree i mean you've got to remember the afterburner arcade game had you were in the cab as well so you've yes. not just got all that excitement. To, to me, it's the most exciting game of all time. It's, it's, ama- it's amazing. Um, and when you get in the cab and you are moving with it and feeling in that zone with it, it's, it is a mind-blowing experience. But, but one of the things that I love, I mean, I love so much about Afterburner is the margin for error is really small. And most shooter and and a lot of games in general, are about you developing a rhythmic pattern. So even if you're playing a platform, it's about running along, jump at that time, shoot at that time, duck at that time, and finding that rhythmic pattern. What I love about Afterburner 2 is it makes it hard. It's it's margin for error is so small that you can get knocked out of that rhythmic pattern. So you have to constantly adjust. It's a game I can play and I always play on on the hardest difficulty setting. And I can either, I can either finish it or die by the time I get to stage 14. And, and a lot of a lot of games, you know, a lot of games you play and you know you're gonna finish it. A lot of games you know, um, yeah, I know what to do at this point, I know where to go, and it's predictable. You know, uh, the, the great games, but say like you're playing, say like you're playing Super Mario World, you know you're gonna beat Super Mario World. Say, say, say you're, you're, you're playing Zelda, you know you're gonna beat Zelda. 
I, I, after 30 years of playing Afterburner 2, I can't say whether, if I put it on its hardest setting, I can't say if I'm going to beat it or not. Because if I get knocked out that rhythm, I, 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 I've, got to, I've got to adjust on the fly because it's so tight a game. That, that to me, makes it so, so exciting. Every time I put it on, it's like a fresh challenge. So, um, mm -hmm. so you've, got, you've got plenty to get your teeth into there, Sir, Sir JDM, definitely. I'll get back to this game and defeat everyone. Including Thunder the Force 3, Thunder Force Three is an easy, easy game. I have to say, I mm -hmm. beat, I, I, I beat it this. I, I tried to no death run it this morning. I beat it and I beat it with seventeen lives remaining. So, right. so, so you will get, you will get, um, you'll get good at that. Then you'll get good at that yeah. in no time, mate. You'll get good at that in no time, mate. So I still need to see Cerberus and Chaos and uh, Base Guarder. Those, oh, the, uh, the, yeah, the bosses, yeah. Needing. yeah. You'll, you'll have them late, mate. You'll get there. Give it a few more weeks, you'll get there. You'll get there. What, what about you then, Sir Joe? I'm, expect, I'm expecting Sir Joe to say, these games are shit, I didn't know what we're doing. <laughs> and that's the show, guys. That's the show. <laughs> All right. Um, Hi, guys. Okay. So, um, for the benefit of those people who just are listening or watching us right now, so the episode for tonight is... Uh, Danger Dance Sega Shoot 'em Up Challenge. Okay, so basically, Sir Dan issued this challenge for the Timeless Gamer crew play um, the Sega Shoot 'em Up games. Uh, well, Sega Mega Drive Shoot 'em Up games. So he listed f uh, a few for on the easy bracket, quote unquote easy bracket, and a few games are on the hard bracket. Yeah. So um, the objective. The objectives were so uh, each one of us will play one from the easy bracket and one from the hard bracket as much as possible. Try to finish both uh, uh, both selections and you know uh, not cheating your way out of it. And you know <laughs> and may God have mercy on our souls. <laughs> All right. So um, so I. Uh, I'm, I was not able to stream. Well, the plan was for me to play stream it, uh, my games anyway. But uh, uh, but we had to go. Uh, but we had to go to the hospital for a few days. So um, I was able to. Uh, so so I bought. So I brought my Vita to, um, to emulate some of those games, and then eventually to my PSP. Um, just uh, like if I'm free, and you know, I'll, I'll just play. I'll just play my games there. And before we get to that, a few takeaways. Uh, a few takeaways that I uh, that I learned um, doing this challenge. Number one, um, I love Sir Dan first and foremost. Okay, I love Sir Dan. Okay, all right. Here we, go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Um, uh, no, no, I mean to. Doing the uh, doing the show like like we always say, um, this uh, this program really does prove how professional each of the panelists are. All right, <laughs> so um, we play games that we never thought that we might be playing. Okay, um, just to show that oh, um, the things that we do. Okay, the things that we do for the show, and <laughs> this, is all, this is one of those instances that. Okay, um, we uh, we just we just have to put our asses on the ringer and, um, and and just do it for content sake. Sure, that's fine. It's part of the gaming experience, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
the first impressions are always fun to know about and um number two um oh uh with uh after playing gradius back in the nes and having those options those um those uh those shooting aids those training wheels as <laughs> as i as i used to hold them you cannot really go back once you experience that personally yeah okay <laughs> 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 so JDM did that. <laughs> okay, we we have a new meme. Yeah, we have a new meme. <laughs> we, have a new, we have a new meme for the web. Um, uh, so, uh, so when I played, uh, so when I played these uh, these Sega Mega Drive Genesis games, I'm like, um, it's just how ha- I'm not sure if if it's an evolution of it, but after once you experience the options from Gradius. Some of the uh, some of the games tried having a variations of those, like like in Thunder Force Three, like in um, uh, like um, uh, Miss Ice game. Uh, what was that? Um, Steel Empire. Empire and um, Eliminate Down, like uh, in Sir Joel's game. So mm-hmm. uh, those particular games have the, uh, have the options uh, variety on them. And I'm like, okay, because it really does add to the uh, it really does add to the experience, and it kind of gives you that re- reassurance that the game is at least giving you some help. Yeah. That being said, I found that even with even if you can if, uh, even if you add more power ups, more bullets coming from your side, it adds more shit to the screen. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean it's bad. I mean. I'm like yes. okay, so 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 I'm so I'm so I'm grateful that I'm getting these power ups, yeah. More bullets from my side because uh, bullet hell coming from every 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 angle of the screen. Enemies are trying to shoot me down, and 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 they got all of these, uh, and then they and they got the, and they and they got all of these uh, bullets coming at me, and I and I got just one stream, one single stream of bullets, and then that, that that's it. But as far as you get all of those power ups. You're getting a lot more ammunition as well, mm-hmm. but then again, if you keep press, uh, if you keep on firing, it also adds more to the screen, and it kind of makes you even more confused because it, you don't know. Um, it's bad enough that you have a, a, a hailstorm of bullets coming at you, and then you're gonna add more bullets in the screen coming from your side. It kind of, it, it kind of, uh, in it, a way, it, it adds to the clutter. It adds to the it clutter. Adds to the clutter, the- right? <laughs> um, it adds to the clutter. Um, number three, soundtrack. Like Sergey Day mentioned, soundtrack was, was um, uh, we have come a long way from the eight bit era of uh, uh, of the soundtrack. Coming from uh, coming to uh, by, by playing these games, um, I found the majority of all of the games that Sir Dan listed have great soundtracks to them. Okay, um, if there's nothing else, at least you can enjoy the soundtrack. And uh, uh, the the sixteen the bit um, metallic techno um, style of the Genesis the Mega Drive really shines here um, in this game. Um, number four, the suited aren't they? The the the, the, the Yamaha sound chip. It's the Yamaha sound chip. There you go. Is is, is fantastic. This this is what gets me. You know when people say, especially Nintendo fans say. 
the Mega Drive sounds shit, they don't listen to these songs because these songs are so they sound so unique as well. They have a lovely techno uh, trebly bite to them uh, with that metallic edge. So I'm glad you mentioned that, Sergio. Thank you, mate. Uh, and number four, in regarding with the clutter, we have also we have also uh, uh, we've also gone a long way from the eight bit era. That well, because of the tech, uh, because of the visual technique uh, limitations of the time, here in the sixteen bit um, the sixteen bit of things, you can add more background and foreground as well. That said, because you can add a little bit more visuals into the stages, you don't even know if what you're getting at is something that you can avoid or it's just part of the background. Like for example, with um, uh, when uh, when when I was watching Sir Dan, Sir J Dims, and Sir uh, and and Miss Eyes uh, footages, a lot of those times, and and I, and I played some of these games too. I'm like, am I supposed to avoid that or can I just fly straight through it? So your uh, your first instinct would be trying uh, trying to avoid uh, trying trying to avoid it, yeah. Um, although that being uh, that said, uh, for example, with Sir J- uh, Sir uh, Sir Joel's playthrough with um, eliminate now the first stage. What I like about the first stage is like um, I always thought that you, when you're a, when you're uh, when you're when you're a space shooter kind of thing, I like the idea that you have the fleet behind you, like you're not the only one fighting the enemies. At least in the foreground, you have those star, uh, uh, those starships right behind you. They're also fighting alongside you. Mm. Kind of, you know what I mean? I mean they don't actually. You know, help you defeat enemies, but at least you know that they're there. It's, it's like um, they've got your back. I mean, they have your back. I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. not just you. Yes, right. Um, and then after a few seconds, they're gone. Um, but, uh, but what I'm, I'm trying to say is, um, uh, with the developers of these games, they really did. Um, uh, I'm not sure if they made the foregrounds as is just. To make make it more aesthetically pleasing, or just to make things worse for the player, just to confuse <laughs> them more. All right, so to my games. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the easy bracket, I tried all of them, <laughs> but the but the game that I real uh, the game that uh, that really got stuck to uh, that I managed to finish and really stuck to me was this game called. Grey Lancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Grey Lancer. Grey Lancer. I'm gonna, yeah. uh, I'm gonna share that now with Grey Lancer. So what stood out to me with Grey Lancer is the opening sequence. And I played and I played Far- uh, Fantasy Star Four, another mm-hmm. game that Sir Dan uh, recommended to me. And I, what I like about this is that um, they have this, uh, they have this like and like like an anime sequence. Oh, uh, add. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Uh, funny thing is, um, Sir JDM gave me a YouTube account that just uh, that disables the ads. But because I'm using the the Thomas Gamer web, uh, the Thomas Gamer channel, um, it, the Thomas Gamer uh, YouTube account, mm-hmm. it still shows the ads. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, 
Um, well, the, the the entire you know ad block discussion is is you know something that we can talk about later on. But yeah, it, it's it's a giant it's a giant controversy right now. Anyway, yeah. continue, John. So with uh, what I'm saying, uh, so as you can see in the screen uh, for all of those who are watching us, and for the benefit of those who are listening to the audio uh, portion of the show. So uh, on the on the opening sequence, they have these anime cutscenes, and it that it and it kind of reminded me of. Um, of Star Ocean, Xenogears, and Fantasy Star. Um, uh, they're not really moving a lot, but at least uh, at least some of the characters do. Uh, just uh, I think that they're, the, the, it's just the lips that are like the the team that they're talking. Yeah. Um, so the, uh, so the one that I played was a tra- the fan translated one, and then eventually it got carried over. Uh, there's a, the, now there's an official um, official port of it. Uh, and I'm like, uh, and as a JRPG and, and as a JRPG player, I kind of, I kind of like that because it kind of gives me what the story is. It's not just oh, oh, once you press start, it's just you. I mean, oh, oh you're you're already you're already flying, you're already, you're already shooting enemies. What the game is about, right? At least here, you're trying to come up with a story. So mm. basically, um, uh, uh, this fleet, for some reason. Uh, at war with uh, at war with, uh, with with the alien uh, with the alien enemies, yeah. Uh, so this fleet got warped somewhere else, and then we have this pro- uh, we have the female protagonist who is the daughter of the captain of that missing fleet, and she said, "Oh, uh, 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 where where my fa- uh, where my dad at?" And they're like, "Oh, he gone." And like, and what you gonna do about it? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> and, 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 and homegirl is like, now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna say, I'm gonna save my dad, and 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 and, disappear, and disappears her like, uh, bitch, you ain't. <laughs> and then, and then uh, she's like, oh no, so uh, uh, my dad's screwed. No one's gonna say, uh, no one's gonna save him. And then she was just urged by this roommate of hers. I'm like, and she's like, girl, we got this experimental ship, all right. And no one's using it, so I don't know. Maybe you can just get get on board on that ship and save your dad yourself, right? So, knowing this girl, um, from what I gather, has no uh, has no flight skills whatsoever. She's just a she's just a uh, she's just a random uh, girl inside that ship, yeah. So she took it upon herself to jump, uh, so to jump on board on that ship, and uh, and. And escape the fleet to save her dad, and I'm like, oh, how easy is it to just hijack that plane, right? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no security measures whatsoever. It's just no highly experimental plane sitting around there. You just jump on and just go. <laughs> did, I'm like, you... did, did she flash some boob on on the car? <laughs> like, of course like, she did. Uh, the thing is, so Joe, did you, did you save the dad? You can get two endings in this game. Oh, oh, so I saw. <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay. So long story short, yeah. So I did. So I so I did manage to. Uh, so I uh, see. Uh, oh, for some reason. Oh, she's also so she's also she already boarded the plane. Yeah, it's slowly going down to the uh, to the flight carrier, and the superiors are like, "Oh no, uh, we have a rogue ship going out. What should we do, Captain? I don't know. Um, do you want me to stop it? I mean, I can just press the button right here." Oh no, that's way too much of a hassle. <laughs> they they did not do shit stopping uh, stopping this girl. 
Uh, so well, anyway, so um, so I did ma- uh, so I managed to save the data. I, I did manage to uh, to finish uh, and did manage to finish the game. Um, in between the stages, uh, you got these cutscenes as well. So it's not just the sequence. As you progress through the stages, uh, there's a few there's a few bit more anime sequence in uh, anime cutscenes in there that you'll see uh, just to carry the story along. And I'm, and like Sir Dan mentioned before, I'm a, I'm a story guy. That's why I, that, that's why I'm harping on this. Ads <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, anyway. Um, so um, the things that uh, that I like about this game, it's not so it's a horizontal space shooter, of course. Yeah. And what I like about this is that it's not just you going on uh, like flying on the horizontal. There there are at times when when your ship has to go up and down depending on where the enemies are so the game will automatically redirect you um so the the the, the camera angle will pan upwards if uh like for example if if there's a if there's an enemy or there's a or there's an enemy mothership that you're supposed to uh, that you're, you're supposed to destroy and you need to and you need to outmaneuver that big ship so it goes uh, so the camera angle just pans up and down and you go along with it so it's not just a horizontal thing. So you do you do move up and down depending on depending depending on the situation. You still got the options. Uh, what do, I mean is it is it safe to say to call them options? Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, what we, that's what we always call them anyway. Bits generally known as bits and options and then additional bits. Yeah, right. So um, what I liked about the uh, so there's a variety of web uh, there's a variety of weapons that you can use here. Um, the power-ups themselves. Uh, so you start off with just you. The power-ups themselves. Um, so every power-up is a different option. Okay, um, and these power-ups gives you either a la- uh, either a laser, homing, uh, like a flamethrower, and I and I always go with the homing one, right? Um, because if, because it's because as long as that because you know. Um, because it's it tra- because they track all of your enemies. You don't have to follow them. The bullets will just follow the enemies where where they are. That's it. Um, um, some of these of, options, home, like home oh, oh. sorry, home and shops t- tend to be favorite with a lot of people. Um, but there's a few games we've had on today. So so Twinkle Tail and yes. Thunder Force Three are actually quite. The developers of those games knew that people rely on homing and actually make it harder. Um, when they use them homing shots, so you, you've got to be smart about when you use them. Whereas Glay Lancer, Glay Lancer is definitely a game that is is much easier if you use just, just the homing shots, mate. So, so if you, you use the homing shots, right you, there. You did right, mate. You did right, um, mate. Although that being said, I can um, I felt that the homing shots are designed to make it easier, but the dab, uh, but I. But I felt that their damage is a lot weaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's for example, the um, on the screen, you, 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 got, yeah. you got the cannon, like the cannonball napalm shot. Yeah, yeah. very slow, but you hit, and then you know the enemies are gone. Yeah, yeah. most most shooter maps, the the only shot is essentially it makes things a little bit easier to manage. But when you get to a boss, or when you get to a, a harder 
uh, you know, higher HP opponent, uh, they're, they're harder to take down. Um, so a lot of games you have to manage it, but, but Glay Lancer's very forgiving with the Omen job, definitely. And I, can and I can probably appreciate that kind of thinking because uh, because you want to make the game balanced. You don't want to make them. Uh, you, you don't have to. You don't want to make all of the ammunition damage the same. I mean, yeah, you have variety, but there should have some caveats onto it. Yeah. So it kind of. Um, so it really plays onto the strategy, like what what's the best uh, what's the best ammunition for this uh, for this stage versus what's the ammunition that you prefer. Like I would prefer the homing, uh, the homing shots because it makes things easier for me. I'm, I, I, I mean, uh, as someone like the majority of people here who don't have the hand-eye coordination anymore, <laughs> when we try to, uh, yep. uh, mm-hmm. this, this, is the, this is the easy, this is the easy way out without really, uh, uh, without relying on cheating. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is the next, the next best thing uh, for for cheating as we can go. Um, so, anyways. Um, uh what yeah so what can you, what you what you can see right there the green ammunition shot that's the home uh, that's the somewhat homing shot um so uh every so i so i memorized the so i memorized the icon that gives me that and anything else i just ignore it <laughs> i just ignore it <laughs> i always use this one like i could care less fuck wow fuck you all and I, 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 I got no time for this <laughs> So, 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 so as you can see uh, in the screen, you're you're going up, right? You're going vertical. Uh, you're, you're going vertical because you know um, the stage demands you to go up. <laughs> so, it's, so it's like this. So so the camera angle will, will pan up, will pan down diagonally, and um, so now now and because you don't know what's going on, so because you don't necessarily predict what's what what will be the topography like. Uh, until the camera pans it over, you're going to be a lot more careful dodging enemies as well. So, um, so there, there, think challenge into this game, despite of it being on the easy bracket. Uh, but hey, um, so long story short, um, cutscene, uh, anime cutscenes that uh, that tells a story, which I like. Uh, variety, a variety of weapons uh, with each of their pros and cons. Um, multi uh, set, uh, multi-angle quote-unquote uh, uh, when you're traveling through screen uh, to the screen. Oh, the bosses. Okay. Um, the bosses are, are not really that hard, really. Uh, well, it, it's not as hard as I thought they would be. Um, to my understanding, there are no, like, there's, there's no smart bombs on this. Uh, if I remember correctly. Like there's no flashing bombs or, or a special move that you can pull off. It's 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 just you and your bullets. That's it. Yeah. Um, the enemies, uh, the bosses themselves, uh, like any other shoot 'em up games, they, they they can be very predictable. Um, their bullets are not flying fast towards at you, so you get so they're easily avoidable. Well, a lot easy to outmaneuver, should I say? And yeah, so I, I, I so I like it. So I like the game. I managed, I managed to finish it. Um, yeah. Uh, so, Man, yeah. that's one veiny scrotum. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame. Sorry. 
it's a shame you didn't get further and eliminate down, Sir Joel, because that has got that has literally got some scrotums. <laughs> My goodness, <laughs> we we could pretty much tell what the developers are thinking. Man, this is balls. Okay, literal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it makes me kind of wonder whether it, the the game itself is is um uh is something that Joel would consider because of the fact that um I. Think uh, 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 Retrobit. Uh, Retrobit has come out with with the with the physical version of it uh, on on their on their site. If you like it enough, Joe, you might be able you might get the physical version of it. After 30 years, it's the official release according to them in the West. Right. Anyway, <laughs> um, so on the hard bracket, uh, so the hard bracket mm. is where the shit. It's the fan. <laughs> okay, at this point, my oh, there's, my, there's something uh, worse than balls on the screen. Okay, anyway, continue. <laughs> uh, so, so at this point, even my Vita was like, "Oh fuck this, I'm out." <laughs> um, so my Vita died on me. Uh, I, I had some battery issues. I'm like, it's like, uh, it's like my Vita was like, uh, smoking a cigarette. I'm like, fuck yeah, this man. By the way, sorry, sorry, are you using the analog stick or are you using the the D-pad? Uh, the D-pad. I'm, I'm going old school. Um, <laughs> if, if there's nothing else, I'm like, if I can't play it on the actual Sega, uh, if I'm not, if I cannot play it in an actual console, at least I'm gonna play it on the D-pad, right? Mm. So, um, so, uh, and I had no time to to mod my other Vita, so I got my PSP, put rate, uh, put rate uh, Retro Arch on it, so I, I, I was I was able to play the uh, some of the the games on the hard bracket, and um, still I'm still using the D-pad. Uh, they they all work by the way uh, with the PSP surprisingly hey, it's a it's a Mega Drive um, and I tried all of them for as much as I could uh, for as much as for as much as I can tolerate um, <laughs> Elemen- <laughs> Elemental Master what the hell uh, so I, so I tried that's, so, easy, that's one of the easy ones no no I mean I mean I I mean I tried uh, so that's the first game that I tried just to test out the uh, the retro arch on on the PSP. Um, and then, okay. Once I know that it's working, still, um, fuck that game. <laughs> uh, so, so, I, so I tried a few here, um, and uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna mention these games because they weren't uh, they weren't uh, they weren't uh, mentioned by, uh, by by the other panelists yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, we got here um, Atomic Runner. One of Sir Dan's favorite games, actually, and uh, a few takeaways on that game is that he, the way he jumps, it feels awkward. Like um, it, when he jumps, it feels like uh, it feels like he's jumping from the moon. You know what I mean? Wait, like, it is. It is. It is. Whoa. And and it's not like you can. It's not like you can move him while he's mid air. When he jumps, he just jumps. Uh, so I'm guessing you're uh, so you're just jumping, uh, you're just jumping just to avoid just to avoid some of the enemies or just jumping on some platforms. Okay, so he jumps kind of slow. What? How can we make it more awkward? Making him jump higher. <laughs> so, so every once in a while, you'll get a power up that will make him jump higher, and I'm like, it doesn't make him jump any better. 
he's still slow as fuck. So, uh, although when you when you jump higher though, um, you have uh, because you need that to, to make those uh, impossible jumps when you're uh, when you're running from a cliff to another cliff. And the game and 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 it's and it's not one of those games that oh it's Atomic Runner. He runs. So when uh, and he, when he and when you tend to stop stop running. The cat, uh, the game says, "Oh, well, what, what, why the hell are you stopping?" It, it says, "Atomic Runner. If you're not gonna run, I'm gonna run." So even if you're, even if you're stationary, the, the game will will just keep on moving, right? And uh, and and you have no choice but to move. And um, some of those en- uh, just, and there are a lot of enemies coming from the back, as always uh, with all these kinds of games, anyway. So th- there are enemies at the back, and enemies at the front, enemies above, enemies below. Sure. Um, uh, yeah, j- uh, just one of the uh, main takeaways of that main takeaways from from that game. It's just how he jumps. It, it, it just kind of weirded weirded me out. Uh, num- uh, the other one here would be uh, what's the other one? Um, I did play it after Burner, after Burner Two. Um, I gotta say, like I, I did mention before. I had a lot more luck playing Sky Destroyer than this uh, than this game. <laughs> the machine gun fire does nothing. Virtually, it does nothing. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. <it doesn't. laughs> the, the machine gun fire is specifically for enemies that come from behind, not the ones in front. Uh, the, ones, the ones in front you use your missiles for. I'm like, well, what, I mean, why, why is it even there? When it's always on auto fire. Yeah, when, when you get it's on auto fire, I'm like. What, what is on auto fire? I'm not even hitting anything. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and, and I'm like, okay. And, and, and at, first, at first, I thought that, okay, maybe if the enemy jets are a, lot, a little bit closer, maybe I can get a shot. No. Turns out you, you, you still need to use the missiles just to destroy them. And, um, and at first, I thought, uh, oh, oh! That's why you have the crosshairs. Those are for the missiles. You need to lock them. You need to lock them first. Lock them up first with your crosshairs. Then you release the missiles so you can get a hit. At first, I thought, oh, I need those cross. Uh, those crosshairs are for the machine gun fire. But no, it's for the. It's, those are for the missiles. Enemy missiles. Um, at time uh, because you, uh, because at times I'm lucky enough to shoot them down. I'm trying to outmaneuver it, like Sir JDM mentioned. You have your uh, you have your throttle up and down, makes it makes you supposedly go faster and slower. <laughs> I'm like, does it though? <laughs> and I'm like, and, and, and I said to Sir Dan, uh, I felt that there's not much of uh, there's not much of outmaneuvering. Uh, feel it just felt like that to me anyway. Uh, what's the first game that I played? Um, the first afterburner on the uh, master system, another challenge that Sir Dan gave us. I'm like, uh, and then I and then I thought, I didn't. I, I think I liked the first one, uh, the first game a lot better than this one because on the first uh, because on the first after afterburner game, um, I was able to uh, I was able to just ignore some of the enemies, and for some reason I got to stage ten without even realizing it. So just like sir, like just like sir, JDM, I, I must have flown way too fast. I broke the sound <laughs> barrier. I, 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 um, I traveled warp speed. Suddenly, I'm already in stage nine without even realizing it. Oh, uh, uh, sundown, sunset. It's evening. 
oh, uh, there's no indication for you. To, uh, there's no indication that you're already past the level until you die. Anyways, <laughs> uh, th that's one of the my first impressions of Afterburner 2. And uh, what else do we got here? Um, oh, the the game that really really bothered me was this one, which I'm gonna uh, which I'm going to show it to you guys. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called Twin Cobra. <laughs> Twin Cobra, okay. Twin Cobra. There you go. That's Twin Cobra right there. And at first, I thought like uh, the the gameplay kind of reminds me of 1942, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. kind of, or um, or or the first iterations of Raiden. Mm -hmm. And it's okay at first until until you get blown up. Hmm. There's a sequence like a, a three five second sequence that will show what happened, how many lives do you have, what's what's your current score. And then goes back at the very beginning of the stage. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, you don't really need the, you don't need the sequence. You don't have to tell me that. You don't have to, you don't have to stop the game just to tell me that. <laughs> I mean, nah, it, it, it's the game rubbing your nose in it. Okay. <laughs> you only, dude, you only got you. Not only that, you only reached this far. I will show you how. Uh, I will. I'll show you how much you how much lives you have, mm -hmm. um, how much points do you get. But, but not only that, I will kick your ass right at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. So it's not like one of those games that when you die, you just start over where you died. Mm -hmm. No, it's bad enough that you that the game will show you this sequence that you don't really need because all of the information <laughs> you can already see on the screen right there, and then it kicks you back right over to, right at the beginning. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Fuck this game, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine I'll if uh, if I'll you're. Yeah. I mean, the the, the hard, there's a lot of hard games in there, um, but I would say Twin Cobras. Twin Cobras are uh, it's a real, real tough game. Because like JDM remember, was saying something. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Dad. dad finish your point, and then let JDM no, say what saying, he was about. Remember, remember, Sega made made the default setting on this harder than the arcade. Mm. So that, that that gives you an idea, and the arcade was was a bitch. So yeah, uh, you were about. To say JDM. Ah, uh, yeah, the the sequence, the three three to five minute sequence. I think that's good if you're, uh, if you get the game over, then you start at the beginning, right. but not in the middle. Yeah. If well, you die, it, then you no. just continue where you left. It, it, Actually, it, it, at first it, I thought that it, was the case that it's already a game over, and I'm like, oh, what? Just just one life? That that that's it? No. It, it will just start to back with me and I'm like can we just have this sequence if if like if I if I'm really out of options if I really run out of lives if, if I run out of continues just show me that not stop the game right in the middle of it just to tell me all of this and then start me off from the very beginning hell well, at, least um, at least you tried mate it, it, that, like, like you know, it, 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 it reeks of, you know, the Nelson meme, like, ha ha, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, and another game that, uh, so another game, oh, so it, it, it didn't show it here, but um, but in my playthrough, like, um, I remember I, I was so annoyed with all of these uh, games on the hard bracket. Uh, I, I, I almost threw out <laughs> I was I almost threw out my PSP out of the window, and I was cursing a lot, a lot more than I should. So they had to, <laughs> so I had to step out of the ward because I'm oh bothering the other kid. <laughs> 
Anyway, um, oh, and I, I also tried uh, Biohazard Battle. Um, so um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna show it. Uh, I'm not gonna show the uh, the footage there. But Biohazard Battle, um, I uh, you you get to choose from four uh, from four. I don't know. Are there are they bugs? Are are, are there bugs like what? Uh, so the uh, the ships are bugs anyway. So uh, so you choose one of those, and I'm like, at first I thought each of them will have their their own ammunition, but no, they all played the same. It's uh, it's it's just a color. Uh, it, they're just uh, the difference. Is just how they look. They evolve. They evolve. Power, uh, they evolve. They same. do. So you, you probably you might not have got that far in the game, or, or oh, you might definitely, not have got um, the, oh. them, them power ups to see. It, oh, they so. do. Ah, okay. So because I only manage up, I, I only manage up until stage two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got stuck in stage two, and the game won't let me leave. I don't know. Maybe the game just got sent in, and you know, um, fell in love with me. I'm, I'm not gonna let you go, man. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna stay here with me forever, man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> No amount of sage states will save you, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, what I like about the uh, what I, uh, so despite that, um, always uh, if uh, if there's if there's a, uh, the power ups kind of confuses me because at first I thought that uh, so the, the power ups are are um, are are color coded and the best one that I the best one that I could remember was using uh, was getting the red orb it will give you the lace the homing laser the homing uh, of course homing right uh, the homing laser power up but for some reason at times I'm, I'm getting the red but I'm getting this cir- this circular uh, circular fire I'm like what the hell oh I mean did uh, uh, did, did I got the right uh, did I got the right orb and I'm like uh, or maybe it's just or maybe it's just orange and it looked like red to me Anyway, always get the red orb. That will uh, that will give you the homing laser. Love it. Um, uh, if you can find it, just try, uh, hold on to it. Uh, hold on to it with dear life. Never let it go. Just, <laughs> um, oh, and I also and I also tried Twinkle Stars. Twinkle Tail. Twinkle. Oh, <laughs> twinkle Tails, right? Uh, twinkle Tails. And I'm like, I never seen this before. The Twinkle Tails. Uh, twi- uh, this is and and at first I'm like this is kind of look like elemental uh, elemental master mm-hmm. because you have the, uh, because you have your uh, because you have your variety of ammunition on the side and and I said and I and I watched Miss Ice play through of it and I'm like this makes this kind of looks like an action RPG ad, uh, an action RPG an adventure game a dungeon crawler and a shooter all wrapped up into one. And it also gives out this uh, this uh, uh, this opening sequence of a story, kind of. And the way I played, of course, I used to, I used the homing orbs, the the, the homing <laughs> fireballs, yeah, of mm. course. And my uh, my initial my initial strategy was just move slow, like <laughs> like ta- uh, like ta- uh, tap the up button one at a time. If there's any enemies, stop and shoot, stop and shoot, stop and shoot. Because it's not like one of those games that the, that they, that the enemies are just coming at you. The camera will just move on its own, and you have no choice but to move, uh, but to advance. Here, you have a little bit more control. If you stop, the game stops right there. So my strategy was okay. So um, so move, 
enemies stop stop and shoot stop and shoot stop and shoot i was able to reach level seven is it level seven no uh but but i didn't manage a little but i managed a little bit further than i thought that i would uh uh, uh that i would have before i ran out of continues and yeah um and i'm like oh uh those power-ups so you you got the you got the fire uh, you got the fire uh the fire special and what, what's the other one the uh the white orb, yes, uh, the the white huge orb. orb. Yeah, yeah and i'm like you know. useless fucking useless <laughs> like <laughs> out of all of the game out of all of the power up uh the uh the shooting up games with the power ups you would think that it um if if you use that it it, it will just obliterate everything not really i mean <laughs> i'm using it on the boss i'm like is this is this even doing anything like i mean they're 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 quite particularly weak than i that that uh, that i would that i would initially thought that they would be the damage is not really that significant I, i'm better off just using the homing orbs anyway or or, or just whatever so i so i um if there's just way too much enemies sure i'll use them but i just question the uh I, I just question how much damage they they actually deal uh, with the uh, with the boss fights. Oh, uh, going back. Oh, sorry, uh, sorry, sorry to do this, but going back to uh, going back to Grey Lancer um, because I remember this. Uh, because now I remembered it. This is a Genesis game. I the best that I could think of, it will just be at least stage six or at least stage eight because I was uh, because back in NES that uh, stage eight is usually is the the la- uh, the last dun- uh, the last stage right the last dungeon. That's how we were raised on Contra. That's how we were raised with uh, with uh, with Gradius and Salamander. I'm like, okay, shit. All right, I'm already stage eight, and then I got to stage nine. <laughs> the fuck? Okay, uh, st- uh, sequence. Oh, oh, um, I can, I can, I, uh, I'm, I'm already talking to dad. Uh, I'm a little bit choppy on the communications, but at least he's there. He's alive. Okay. I'm already stage nine. I'm already talking to the dad. That means I'm already close. And then I got stage 10. Stage 10. Okay. Sure. Okay. Um, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, oh, um, stage 10. Okay. It's still, it's still, it's still an even number. Maybe the game will end in stage 10. And then I got stage 11. What the fuck? Stage eleven? <laughs> Wanna shoot them up? And then that's it. Stage eleven. <laughs> that's it. So the the game ends in stage eleven. Mm. But still, stage eleven. Um, it's a nice even number, you know. <laughs> it's, a nice and it's, it's 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 a prime number. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, well, good, good on you for trying them all, though. And and like mm. I say, if you got to, so is it? Glay Lancer, it's an easy, easy game, but I wouldn't say it was the easiest of the easier ones. I think there's a de- there's a decent challenge, so you did well to finish it, mate. You know, it's a um, you, you, you've done. Well. I'm assuming you did it on the the, the normal difficulty setting, not the easy. Difficulty. I did it on the normal difficulty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see, the way, like, the, if I can add, the way Joe described his games, his playthroughs, it reminded me a little bit of uh, Gunstar Heroes uh, on, you know, the way that, you know, different different weaponry, you know, kind of like move and, move and shoot, move and shoot and everything. I, I'm not sure if Gunstar Heroes can be considered shoot em up, but I, I'm not. Run and gun, you say? Run and, that, that's a run and a, gun. That's a run and gun. That's a different, that's slightly different genre than run the, and the, gun. The, 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 like I say, I mean, they all overcross. The, the main things, the main thing with shoot 'em up is mm-hmm. 
a, a twinkle tail is actually an exception. But mm -hmm. the main thing is that the, the, the screen is usually moving. Ah, okay. Like with Atomic Runner. But it's not always the case. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's, there's a lot of different... Yeah, they all cross over and, and whatnot, what have you. But I think I think listening to all your, your accounts of it, one bit, the, the big thing that I'd say to anyone, and it's, you know, I've had loads of experience with shooting up, so it's easy mm -hmm. for me to pick out. Mm -hmm. But it's, I find it so funny mm -hmm. how... Um, how easy people, not just yourselves, but how people find the comfort zones in mm -hmm. these games stick there. What well, funniest thing then, uh, you mentioned comfort zones. Uh, Reiki actually brought this up in the chats. He said, uh, he brought up Swoon on the NES, the, the, the submarine, the pink submarine game. And the funniest yeah. thing is I like playing that game. I'm not really a big shooter shmup guy, but the fact that he brought up Schoon, and I do remember, yeah, I love playing Schoon. I don't yeah. know why. You find that comfort zone, and you play it, I guess. I mean, you're, you're certain, right. Certain, certain things uh, 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 suit different people, don't they? But it's it's one of one of the things that I've noticed is is um, like a lot of you, you're all mm. you've, you're all all about the homing shot. Yeah. All, you know what I mean? Miss Eileen did it in Twinkle Tail. Mm -hmm. uh, Sir JDM when he played Thunder Force Three wanted that homing shot. Sir Joe mm -hmm. did it, and these game these game developers knew that. These these game developers know that we're going to give you some comfort zone, but you're actually going to we're going to reward the people who um, who push themselves outside that comfort zone and try other weapons in different areas. Because the, a, a big secret to all these games, like like what you found Sir Joe with Eliminate Down, is. Mm -hmm. um, is using the right power up at the right time, and a lot a lot of people can be can easily find themselves right. How how do I take my favourite power up and make that work for this game? Yes. What you've got to do is you've got you've, you've got to find the best power up for every situation. So it's it, it's uh, it's different, but it's been it's been great listening to you. I've loved it. I've, I've really loved listening to all your your takes and uh, your experience. <laughs> Don't forget, this is the start, boy and girl. Mm -hmm. This this, mm -hmm. this is just the the tip of the iceberg. Yes. You know what I mean? You, you need to be going back to these games now. F find your favorite one, mm -hmm. finish it, then finish it only using one credit, mm -hmm. and then finish it on all the harder difficulty settings. And 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 if you do that, I guarantee you, you you might you you might start to think actually I really like this genre. Actually, I'm mm -hmm. going to get more into it. There's a lot there's a lot to get into. Yeah, the appreciation, I guess. You find out the the beauty of it. Uh, you won't find out the beauty of the genre or the particular game until you really delve into it, I guess. And, you know, we check the thought process, not just of the developer, but also of the intended audience. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I just think, I think, I think shooting whoops is such a, I think they're an amazing genre. All these, all these games I've given you, I absolutely love with a passion. Mm -hmm. um, and they'd all be in my top 100 games of all time. I absolutely love them all. Mm -hmm. um, but but I think it's because they're so different what modern games demand from, from from the mindset you have to approach it with that a lot of people struggle to get into it and struggle to to deep to get deep into it not just get into it but get but to get deeper into it um but if you do do there's some fantastic stuff in there. and we're very honored dan the fact that you actually shared these games with us it's like a personal thing you're sharing your favorites with us and it's it's it, we very much appreciate that yeah that's true that's true and the fact is we appreciate it we love you dad we it's a great insight into your personality and who you are 
But yeah, we're gonna get back at you. Trust me. <laughs> we're getting back at you. <laughs> yeah, I'm up for, I'm up for playing. I'm up for playing. I like all genres. I, yeah. I like, I, I like all genres. So I'm, I'm, Did you hear that, John? He likes all genres. I can't think of a genre. I don't. I don't enjoy playing. Um, okay, now challenge accepted. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll think I'm of saying, something I'm, for. I've, I've got me. I've got your bus. Your Sega bus uh, fishing on me on me wish list now. Really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, all for, I'm all for trying trying stuff like that. So we all right. Well then, well then, challenge accepted. Well, for a future episode, we'll consider uh, we'll consider a genre that that will make Dan throw his controller against the wall. Anyway, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. I think I think that's the episode. Dan, you can wrap it up if you like. Uh, I think that, uh, sir, uh, did Sir Dan already uh, shared his game? Uh, his oh, not yet. Game? No, that's true. Yeah. No, Dan hasn't even shared his particular uh, games or his 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 certain love of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, my 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 two favorite. They're all. I think they're all favorite games uh, uh, or brilliant games. My two favorite um, uh, games of all time. So, I, I love De- Deus Ex as an RPG. That's that's a mm. contender for my favorite game ever. Yes. Um, this is a contender for my favorite game ever. Thunder Force Three. Thunder um, Force Three. Okay. I think it's uh, it's just it's just amazing. This is this is me playing it earlier on. Uh, this is a recording that I made this morning just to I, 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 I want to show JDM that uh, uh, give him a few tips on a few boss patterns and, and all that. Um, but I, I I just think I think it's a work of art. This game's just it's just such a buzz it's such a buzz it's it's let's say the 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 soundtrack's amazing the uh, intensity speed there's no slowdown at all no slowdown you are constantly having to think on your feet there's a constant everything's it's really varied every level's got its theme it's got its environmental uh, challenges it's a it's a work of genius for me and one of the reasons i think this is so good is because i think the normal difficulty setting is pretty easy and pretty beatable. Um, on this run, I say I beat this on normal um, with 17 lives left by the end of, by the end of the game. And but the, but the hard difficulty, the mania difficulty setting, I wouldn't say it was hard, but I would say it was challenging. So there's, so even so, you've got enough for a veteran. So. I, I just think this game's got everything. I think it's. I, I think it's a, a beautiful game. I think it's. I, 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 I never play it and come away miserable. I always play it and come away happy. And I, I could. I, I play this. You know, constantly. And 25 minutes later, when I finished it, I come away buzzing. And and you know, I mean, so it's it's. Uh, um, yeah, I, I think this is a, an absolute master, genuine masterpiece. 11 out of 10, top tier game. So. Hopefully, the JDM, you can uh, you 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 can uh, keep digging and keep digging, mate, and get into it. There's that boss that you were having trouble with, by the way. Yeah. Just I like how you have the rotating things and the shield. Then this, uh, that's my favorite, the one with the uh, blue circles. Yeah, it's yes. the it's like the homing uh, weapon. And, uh, and my other yeah. game, my other game of choice, um, which we've not talked about that much actually, would be would be Hellfire. Um, I, I, I think Hellfire yeah. is just again, it's it's a, it's amazing. It's a it's a lot harder than Thunder Force Three. Hellfire's hardest difficulty setting. If you beat Hellfire on its hardest difficulty setting, the game accuses you of cheating on the ending. That's how hard. <laughs> it is. 
that's how hard the ending comes up and it says there's no way you beat this without cheating oh my god that's okay but it is it's just it's just incredibly well it's just an amazingly designed game it's just the what i love about hellfire is the inter- the changeable shooting dynamics you have to you have to dominate the screen you have to you cannot let a um you cannot let a single enemy get into a shooting position on its hardest settings you can't let an enemy get into its shooting positions or it's got you so you have to keep on top of it all and again that intensity I, th- I find amazing I-, I think it's fantastic so they'd be my favorite two i think the honorable mention would be afterburner 2 i think afterburner 2 like i mentioned earlier because it's so because it's so um varied every time you play it, it is you are playing the same thing but because you it's hard to get into a set rhythm each game's different so um that's the game i always go and uh sir dan makes it look easy <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a practice really I think that's the uh, the CPU's way of giving you a compliment, calling you a bot or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just it's just years of practice, but I think it's like if you notice on Thunder Force 3, I'm constantly changing my weapons. Like I, I stick to this one for a bit, but you know you, you you've got to be um, you've got to be mindful of, of, of all these. Look, at, I mean, look at this environmental hazards. You know, look at this the screens moving, the the. Yeah. the uh, things drop in. I mean you have to be on top I, of all the things shooting. I remember I remember that level actually. And it is this I screw I mess up here, so I should have gone the top route, but just because I've not played it for a few weeks. I should have gone the top route. I have to go that route, but I got my oh. shield so I got through it. But it's yeah. it, it's um you know it's, it's that kind of thing that it just you you were uh, once you've got I think this what, what I'm trying to say is what once you've mastered these games or mastered them to a degree where you can finish them one credit or or not dying or whatever they're even better than what you've experienced so far and thunder force 3 is a great example of that if you enjoy thunder force 3 now um so jdm wait till you wait till you're playing it like i'm playing it here where you where you're playing it on a no death run you know what i mean like I, I do die at the end oh. a few times i just cock up but when you play it on a no death run you come you come out of that and you're buzzing mate let's see uh let me gather my um reflexes <laughs> maybe i can finish this with at so least without continuous i'm dodging these i'm you know I've, i know i've got things coming behind me I, I, i'm waiting for others I, I use my wave to take them out quickly before they can shoot you know what i mean then i'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the, the omen missiles out got my life switched back i know I, i've got to drop down here so it's uh yeah. and even yeah, then i, I remembered yeah i remember that uh those those obstacles they're closing then suddenly they open up I, i i don't think i reach this far in this level you'll get there mate you'll get there you just uh, gotta keep trying you got it's like them little traps if you if you look there that's a love look at that let me just show you that that's a beautiful yeah. little trap yeah. that and i don't like <laughs> i don't like that dangling thing over there no it looks <laughs> they, they doesn't drop, look right what he drops you there just, i can't i can't get on my video sorry let me no If you if you watch there and this is this is what they're doing dark souls so this is this is this is the this is the genius of it is they'll drop you a power up just before something's going to hit you so here are you when it when it comes on you shoot it shoots your power up it puts it in front of you but then you've got a block that if you're not careful of is going to is going to wipe you out so it should it should be here so if you go and get it boom that drops and it's you and it's that clever it's that kind of clever design that it's all the way throughout the game so uh, yeah mate just 
I don't know. Even what, even watching it, I'm buzzing. Even watching it, I'm buzzing. I love it. I just love the game so much, man. It's fantastic. So there we go. That's the that's the episode, boys. That's, mm. that's and that's the show. Amazing show. <laughs> and yeah, um, like like Joe says, we the the professionalism of this panel is just pretty much shines. We do we we it, it's because of the fact that we want to be the the one of the stated objectives of Timeless Gamer Show is not just to entertain our audience, but also to serve as a little bit of education. And how can we possibly educate our audience if we don't know about it ourselves? So we do our very best to learn about everything that we can so that we can impart that knowledge to our audience as well. All right, there you go. On to you, John. All right, so um, that's the that's the show, guys. And let's just do a few shameless plugs. Yes. And yeah, so let's start off with uh, Miss I. Miss I, uh, where can they find you and when? <laughs> well, you can find me on Twitch and I upload my stuff on YouTube. And the question is when. I'm not really sure. I don't have a regular sh- schedule. So find me when I'm on. Are, are you still available in the, next, uh, in the next few weeks though? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not mm. sure yet. I mean, I, I mean are, you ba- um, are, you back, are you back to work then or... Uh, um, when, when, when are you back? Soon, quite soon. <laughs> well, then we'll, you know, we'll still, we'll still have Miss Eileen with us whenever we can, however we can. Not even if it's not on live, then she'll do her recordings because of the fact that we absolutely mm-hmm. love her content. There you go, shameless plug, Miss Eileen. Yeah. So, so yeah, she did. She did say. Uh, oh, she did. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, how about Sergey? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, we we already know where we could find her. But, yes. <laughs> but when it's a different question. question. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So thank you so much, everyone, for joining our Shoot 'Em Up support group, and we really hope you can all join us. <laughs> we really hope you can uh, all join us again in the next episode where we try to get certain play games that we suggest. <laughs> you can find me on. Uh, Uh, Facebook gaming, Twitch, and on YouTube, one two three go retro. Just uh, search it, and it will come up in the search engines. And lately, I've been trying to um, try to go back to the streaming world. And um, every now and then, I go live. Uh, like uh, previously, I went to play this awesome game, Thunder Force Three and Afterburner. And also, I forgot. Um, to mention about uh, ha- uh, uh, what's that um, uh, the game that uh, Sir Dan mentioned the Hellfire. other hard game Hellfire yeah I, I forgot I played Hellfire uh, as well uh, last night and it was quite awesome you can shoot forwards backwards up and down and this um, diagonal and maybe I could play it much in much more detail in the um, next live stream so please do check it out all right thank you for that sir jdm and how about sir joe we're gonna find you all right hello thank you very much everybody uh you guys can find me over at uh kick.com under banyagang native and on twitch.tv under banyagang native all you need to do is check out the search bar type in banyagang native and i'll show up there uh i do my streams whenever i can however i can uh life catches up 
you know, life comes at you really fast. But you know, during my down times, whenever I can find them, I do stream a variety of games, mostly retro games, but a lot of different genres too, the modern games as well. So that's it. Uh, Twitch.tv, uh, kick.com, hashtag FUFB. Back to you, Joe. <laughs> hashtag FUFB. All right. And, um, the the captain of the fleet for this evening yes. danger dad himself where can they find you <laughs> mm-hmm. yes thank you very much for having me on everybody thank you for listening and watching and thank you for taking the challenge um you can find us at the sega mega masters channel on youtube uh we are going to be still putting a few videos up but i've got a, a few treatments on so it's going to be in a slight hiatus uh until uh early next year we'll still put bits and bobs on but uh but it's going to be at a slower pace at the minute, uh, and I think I'll, I'm thinking about it. We'll, we'll, we'll get some. We'll get some challenges on there. We'll get some uh, life challenges. We'll, you know, we've been planning on doing it anyway, but you know, we want to get it all together. And there'll be some shooting up challenges. And I, I hope that you all um, have uh, found some shooting ups to have a look into here and, and give give the genre a chance. And don't don't be put off by a few deaths. Learn to enjoy them. Get stuck into it, and uh, you'll, you'll you'll find a, a, a that gives you a lot of excitement. So, uh, thank you very much again. And that was right. Danger Dan Absolutely. from the land of Danger Mouse. Okay, there you go. <laughs> All right. Um, hashtag get good. Yeah, hashtag get good. <laughs> All right. Um, so my name is Joe RPG, and I have a shoot 'em up problem. <laughs> <laughs> nah. uh, that's a that's a support group right there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, just a few plus, uh, just a few shoutouts to some of our partners for the show. As Sir Dan mentioned, the Sega Mega Master Show, guys, um, it's a podcast uh, hosted by Sir Dan and Sir Viraj, um, available on YouTube, dedicated on everything Sega, um, Master System, Genesis, Mega Drive, and so you can have a watch and listen to their show. Uh, just search in Sega Mega Masters in YouTube for everything Sega game reviews, their interviews, their uh, their discussions, and of course their challenges. See you right there, Sega Mega Masters. All right, and we also got uh, Retro Unlimited, um, uh, headed by Sir Ray, oh, uh, uh, Sir Poi, of course, uh, a web-based boutique that offers apparel and clothing with prints referencing the old-school anime video games, uh, available with Wicked Designs. Uh, Retro Unlimited is an online shop. They have in you uh, in Facebook, Lazada, and TikTok different sizes and prepared for all ages. Who have fine taste in everything retro? Shuffle Emporium, uh, headed by by our master J. Um, it's an online shop that deals with anime figures, toys, uh, trading card games, and other collectibles. So you can just check out their Instagram or Facebook page. That's Shuffle Shuffle Emporium. And uh, they also have a website, uh, shuffleemporium.com. So you can just check their, uh, so you can just check those out for their awesome inventory to take your collection up to the next level. Uh, studio.ph, headed by Sir Ray, uh, unfortunately cannot be here. Um, it's a, it's another online brand dedicated in making quality prints for stickers, uh, shirts, uh, hoodies, bags, a lot more. So you can you can just go to their Facebook page studio.ph uh, or you can just email uh, email them at studio.ph at gmail.com for your customized personal or corporate printing inquiries and collector's alley uh, collector's alley 
by Sir Erwin Esteban, the chairman of uh, RGCP, of course, um, that also houses old school uh, uh, video games, toys, action figures, Gundam model kits, and anime goodies. Uh, so um, they're located at the third floor of the LRT Caloocan Mall. Uh, so you can just go there, uh, see what they have on display. They all, uh, Sir Erwin always updates his inventory over there. So and and they te- and they tend to go fast. Um, just recently, Sir uh, the Chairman started his own show. Um, uh, so you can just check out. Uh, you can just check out his uh, his Facebook page. Collectors Alley, retro uh, Collectors Alley or retro ga- uh, retro gamer PH. Uh, just check, uh, just check it out. And of course, um, a quick shout out as well um, with Sweet Tooth Espana. Uh, let's show you that. So you got your, your Sweet Tooth Espana uh, located at uh, the second floor of the Fuse Box Building, San Palo, Manila, a little bit close to UST there. Um, they have various uh, different kinds of of shakes and different kinds of flavors. So um, if you happen to be nearby um, and you like your shakes, especially during a hot weather, give Sweet Tooth Espana a try. And I believe they also uh, they also partner with Shuffle Emporium to have a uh, the very the, the very first car, uh, trading card game uh, competition hosted. In uh, in their uh, in their venue, as, uh, as far as I uh, as far as I remember as far as I uh, remembered on the on their ads, um, yeah. And that's the show. And just to plug the uh, just and just to plug as well, uh, Timeless Gamers show available on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. You can also check out our website, uh, which is timelessgamers.com. Still under construction. We are still inching updating on that site. Uh, you can also listen to the audio format of the show available on all major audio streaming platforms like Spotify. Uh, and that's it. And on behalf of the people who can't be here, Sir Viraj and Sir Ray, uh, to all of you guys who stayed here there in the chat, uh, uh, we got uh, uh, Sir Christ John, uh, Sir Clark, uh, Borokanoika, uh, Ray Q. Of course, uh, Sir Joe, uh, Sir Jomar, um, Sir Seabird, and and RV, Justin, uh, uh, all of you. Uh, so, uh, if I for, uh, for, if I forgot some of the names, uh, thank you all very much. And that's it. And hopefully, we'll see you again on the next show. Our games and our bodies may go out of date, but our gaming experiences will forever remain. Hey, timeless. All right. Much, everybody. Have a great rest of the weekend, and we'll see you guys again soon. Bye. See you.